Hello, and welcome to episode 56 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I'm here with Matt, and this yeah. this this one's going to be a long one. It's gonna There's a lot, a lot. There a is, lot. and we're not doing a part three. Yeah, there's not, nothing. We're not going to talk about the games we've been no. playing. We're just E3 happened. The yes. Electronic 3, which is, that means all of the, every single piece of news that could exist does exist. Um... So we're going to go through each press conference. Originally, you thought that we were going to talk about every game, and then every. after you got to, like, 30, you were like, oh, no, we No, can't. no. I, I, it was more than 30. Okay, well, it, great. Because, I mean, Microsoft had, like, 60 games. They and did. EA had, like, 10. And the kind of funny game showcase had, had 60. 60. Uh, Nintendo had a butt-ton as well. Square Enix only had, like... Dude, I can't <laughs> wait till we get there. I have thoughts about I... that fucking press conference. Um, yeah. So like, yeah, for 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 those that I guess are unaware, but in that case, why are you listening to a podcast about video games? Right. E three is a trade show that happens every year, um, where all of the major publishers, well, excluding Sony and Activision, Activision this year, um, Rockstar, they get together and they, I don't know, the ESA, the governing body of video games, they do the ratings and stuff. Um, they pay the esa to Mm -hmm. be on the show floor in the la convention center and uh show off their stuff usually it's a lot of behind closed doors demos only in recent years has it become open to the public i was gonna say this year it seems like it seems like when i was really looking at a lot of stuff there were a lot of just demos that they allowed the the places to just kind of record 10 10 20 minutes and i i got to see like you know quite a few demos yeah and but the the trailers themselves were all just like, yeah. There was no gameplay trailers, but then, <laughs> but then there were quite a few that like later on in the week you got to see actual gameplay of yeah. like twenty ten twenty minutes of like unedited. So mm-hmm. I kind of don't mind that. Uh, it depends on the scenario. I think like last year when everyone said the cyberpunk demo was the greatest thing they had ever seen in their right. entire lives and then cd project red was like yeah no we're not showing that to anyone and then they did like months later mm-hmm. but stuff like that i think is annoying especially when people are like yeah this is the best thing i saw at e3 and it's like well guess who didn't see it me as someone <laughs> who didn't go to e3 and isn't part of the press i was gonna say even if you went to e3 you wouldn't have saw that that yeah last year um and yeah i don't know I still, I stand by my thing. Like, I was really excited for this E3, but I, it for sure doesn't need to exist now. This year was weird. Especially because this happens every few years because it is a transition year. Exactly. So it is, a lot of developers have moved over to developing for the new platforms, Mm -hmm. and... For, the Switch isn't in that case, but for some reason every developer is like, we have to port every single video game ever made to the Switch now. I think that's going to change. I hope it changes. Because it, they they claim that the Xbox, the new the new Xbox is going to be four times more Which powerful. Which it, it will be. I mean, we'll talk about that later with the specs it has. But, uh, but like, okay, it, 
it's already the current generation is already what twice as powerful yeah but no i'm just saying like I, there's just games no that came out like a fucking decade ago that no one even remembers the oh, name right, of are right. being ported to the switch because right. they're like do you fucking remember this and you're like not really mm-hmm. they're like well it's on switch now pay us more money than you should for this game i thought you were talking like like doom is coming to the switch and you just no not no i didn't even mean stuff like that i just I, mean okay. like it's weird that there was a lack of non-first party nintendo releases mm-hmm. that were coming out for the switch that's not the same reason that there were not as many things being shown for the ps4 and the xbox one right um because the, like i was started to say that it's in a transition year developers have moved on to working on the new platforms right. like halo infinite will be a launch title for project scarlet the next mm-hmm. xbox and like sony has made it very clear that they are getting ready for the next thing and that's the main reason why they weren't there is because they weren't ready to talk about the specs mm. of their new thing and had nothing to really show. Right, they have, what, three games and they showed the Death Stranding. They showed the Death Stranding trailer, which we talked about right. last time. So um, they so realistically, they'd have, what, two games to show? Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima and... Uh, Last of Us. Last of Us. Unless which... you really want to like push like medieval... I, which they already <laughs> showed that. And right. It's like a budget game coming out in October. And, like, yeah, Death Stranding comes out in November. All signs are pointing to the fact that uh, The Last of Us will come out in the first quarter of 2020. Mm-hmm. So, like, they there are no other things. Right. Like, they don't have things unless they're going to announce it and then be like, well, get ready for two years from now. Exactly. Who's ready? So it'd just be weird. Um, the one thing that I do think is weird before we transition is Sucker Punch. Uh, that studio... It, uh, their first game was a launch title, wasn't it? That the uh, or pretty close to a launch. Title. Infamous Second Son was like pretty close to a launch title, yeah. Because like you look at this generation it, for them, it was a launch title, and then it seems like they could close out this generation. Yeah, it, it was in the quote unquote launch window, right? Which gets longer every time someone puts out a console. Like I would consider the launch window to be like the first three months. Mm-hmm. Sony would have considered the launch window to be like the first year, and like listen, that's not a launch window anymore. No. But I, I. I don't know how the next generation will go, mm-hmm. especially because they'll both be like backwards compatible. So right. I don't know. They don't have to be as weird about like, oh, there's nothing to play for months and months because mm-hmm. you can just play everything that you were playing before. Well, and now, especially with indies and all this other stuff, there's there's always something to play anymore. Yeah. All right. So before we get into E3 proper, there were a few a few things that happened right before E3 leading up to it. The yes. first one. On June 5th, there was a Pokemon Sword and Shield Direct that says Sun and Shield. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there's a Sword and Shield Direct, and the Pokemans get big, man. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, so you watched this originally without sound, you I told did. me. Uh, I watched it with sound. Mm-hmm. So the big, the big, ooh, the big thing about the new Pokemon games is that there is a thing called Dynamaxing, mm-hmm. which is special to the Galar region, which is the fake England that's been going on here. Um, and they just get one Pokemon for three turns can get big, right? And then they do big moves. They do way more damage. Um, it's that's why they fight in stadiums for the gym battles is because they gotta they have to be big enough for the Pokemon to get big. 
uh, that's what they said, and it is also like the national sport or something. So like Pokemon bat, everybody's mm. way in, whereas if they were not way into Pokemon battles in every other fucking region of Pokemon. I, that is the one thing I really like about anime is whatever it's about. Like that is the entire world. Oh, it's the entire world economy. Like right. in Yu-Gi-Oh, everyone's mm. like, "Whoa, the cards!" and mm. that's all they give a shit about. That is what Pokemon is. Right. My one of my favorite things is after this, there were tweets from the Pokemon account that were like in world, like trying to get you to move to the Galar region. And one of them was like, "You may be interested to know that your coworkers could be Pokemon, <laughs> because like Pokemon work alongside humans in this area." Yay! Mm-hmm. It's just like, what's happening? Um, so they showed some new Pokemon. There was like Corvo Knight, the weird like metal bird crow mm. that works for the cops or whatever. That was cool. Um, Wooloo, everyone's new favorite Pokemon, the sheep. Oh yeah. I want to yeah. give it a hug. It looks dope. I would get a Wooloo. It's normal type. Fucking mm-hmm. of course it is, because all the Pokemon that I end up liking usually have Garbo typings. Well, that just seems like it's going to be the. Like the Rattata. I know, but it's so cute, and I want to love it and make it good, and it will suck forever. Uh, Well, I mean, at least like competitively, it'll definitely suck. Oh yeah, I know. You can you can make it work. I could make it work because you can give it a bunch of different types of moves. I'm sure, but that that's what happens to those Pokemon. Like I like Centret and Furret. Right. But they're terrible. Yeah. I mean, you can get through the game with them. I know. But but it doesn't matter because you just use the same Pokemon. Yeah, I know. (laughs) <laughs> um, I fucking I totally lost the I... thread here. There were a couple other ones that I definitely don't remember now. Oh, there was not. I don't know what the fuck it was like the the turtle one. I was gonna I think yeah, that's it's like Cresnot. it's like a weird turtle. I was into that. Yeah, it's cool looking, and that's really it. They didn't show many new Pokemon, but the big the big thing was there's that open area mm-hmm. in the middle that. The Pokemon were out and about. It right. wasn't like random encounters like past Pokemon games. It was closer to Let's Go, Pikachu, and Eevee, mm-hmm. where you would run into the Pokemon. I don't know if that's just in that large area. It did seem like a lot of the routes, like, it seemed a little bit more open. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, we'll have to see for that. And so, like, in that large area, depending on the day uh, and the season, weather will change and different Pokemon will show up there. So I think that's a really cool concept. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, like, it... It is a Pokemon game. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's really cool that they are... Uh, as dumb as Dynamaxing is, like, the Pokemon, it's literally just... It gets, like, three times the size. Right. It's fucking stupid, and it looks stupid. But they stopped making Mega Forms for new Pokemon. Right. Mega Mega Evolutions and Z-Moves are out. I think Z-Moves are still in, no. I thought. No? They that didn't was, say that? Uh, that? I just saw that today. Oh, interesting. It was that confirmed. Sucks. Also... That there's going to be a limited Pokedex, the national dex, national. Yeah, they fucking did say. That. I hate that. And people are very upset about that. Yeah. I'm but sure. I mean, like realistically, I don't mind it because I my goal is going to be have all new Pokemon. I don't want to have Pikachu in my party. Yeah, but how am I going to catch them all if I can't catch them They'll all? They'll add them later. I know, but that's stupid. I they should be there in the beginning, especially because you can, in theory, transfer them from the oh, previous that. generation. Which they specifically said today, you can only transfer Pokemon to this if they are in the decks. Mm-hmm. So, like, right. there will be a bunch of Pokemon that are not, and people will be butthurt that they can't transfer them. Right and away. then it'll be six months later. I know, can... and I hate that. It's stupid. Yeah. 
Um, How much of a pain is that going to be, moving it from the 3DS to the, the Switch? Well, it's in Pokemon Bank. So you literally, Pokemon Bank is just in Pokemon Home, that new right. app, and then you just transfer it right over. I th- it's really easy to transfer okay. things from Pokemon Bank to your 3DS. Like, you can put entire boxes up into Pokemon Bank at the right. same time. I'm saying, but you're moving that Pokemon Bank to the Switch. I, I mean, they, in theory, be, should be fucking easy, because you can do it with anything they've got. Mm-hmm. You can do it with Pokemon Go, Let's Go, Hopefully they're everything. planning that out. Oh, f- f- I know. It's the fucking... It's Nintendo. <laughs> so, it'll Well, it's suck. not even it'll not suck Nintendo. Ass. It's... Uh... It's I mean, it's, it, it's a Nintendo franchise, right. so it will be backwards and awful in that mm-hmm. aspect. Um, but I, I do like it. They said trainer customization is back. Right. Not only in fake France can they dress themselves up, they can also dress themselves up in fake England. What's with Europe? Apparently, they love are they, they're stylish. We yeah. are the, <laughs> Japanese people and Americans right. not stylish. No, no. Fuck that. Uh, uh, no, wait, there was customization in. In Sun and Moon? There right? was, but it was the worst. Like, if I could wear one of six different colored tank tops, well, it, it de- was heinous. It was dependent on which game you had. And right? that's, yeah, the colors were dependent on what game you had, but there was also, like, less than half right. the choices that uh, X and Y had, which is mm. crazy, because yeah. it's just like, I don't know, man. Yeah, because I wanted blue, and then I was like, oh, yeah, I have Sun. I can't do that. Oh, they also unveiled the two legendaries, a giant wolf with a sword and a mm-hmm. giant wolf with a shield. Which a lot of people are comparing to that Dark Souls yeah, boss. Yes, Sif from Dark Souls, and a lot of people are, the, the memes are happening mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. Sheba with the sword in its mouth and the Sheba that has the screen door stuck on its head. <laughs> yep, so if you want to see some memes, they're there about. Well, I, I feel like those those are old memes now, like the, the internet's moved on. Oh, I've seen them every day still. Oh, really? I also see a lot of Wulu memes, and my favorite one, which I thought about right afterwards, is Waylord mm-hmm. is a big pokemon already you dynamax that shit it's gonna destroy the stadium (laughs) and as soon as i said that out loud i saw a drawing of it on twitter Mm -hmm. where it was just a destroyed stadium and rubble and waylord was the only thing there perfect (laughs) giant whale would destroy the stadium it would so which how does it even in the world anyway how is it in the world i mean it would be in the ocean right that's but no we're it fucking floats on land Mm -hmm. in the whatever Pokemon's dumb. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, this game is going to be sick. Yeah. I absolutely cannot wait. Um, so this is sort of related to E3, but not really. Did you, So the Sword and Shield were playable on the E3 show floor. Right. Did you see the two new Pokemon? No. Yamper, which is a an electric corgi. Oh, yeah, I did see it that. It looks yeah, so yeah, sick, yeah, yeah. and it's, uh, its ass is a heart shape. Yeah, yeah. Everything about it. Just, I want to mm-hmm. give it a hug. Very good. There's a... At first, there were, like, really shitty off-screen things, but then someone took the highest-res picture I've ever seen taken with a camera of a screen of that. And then there was also Impidimp, which is, like, this weird little imp guy that I am not a huge fan of. Uh, I would assume that Yamper, the Electric Corgi, will evolve mm-hmm. into a bigger Electric Corgi. So if, the, if more Pokemon are like that, I'm in. And, of course, it's a Corgi fake england all oh, right is the fake queen well, they, of pokemon gonna have a bunch of corgis they could have went with french bulldog or an english bulldog i'm just saying oh, wait there the queen have the has corgis they already have a bulldog terrakion or whatever the fuck that legendary dog's name is no the the fairy type 
It was a normal, and then it became a fairy. I only remember the poodle fur fur. God, I'm sure there's someone listening. That's fine. I there's there are too many Pokemon now. As a huge Pokemon fan, I can't remember Pokemon from the last three generations a lot of the time, until someone shows it to me, and then I'm like, oh yeah, that one. Oh, Snubble. Holy Snubble. fuck. That's yeah. a Gen 2. Oh my god, I should know that. Yeah. I uh, guess if I had said pink... I probably would have gotten it. Yeah, there, there's a lot... Grimble. There are a fuckload of dog Pokemon yeah, now, yeah. and I am all about it. Arcanine's still the best, thing. I love Arcanine so much. Yamper's pretty sick, though, yeah. as a, an electric corgi. So, that was really the only Pokemon news that came out of E3. <sighs> yeah, it's hard... I mean, like, just so much has happened, and this feels like it happened a month ago. It it, uh, it was an actual lifetime ago. Yeah, so it's just um, hard. Transitioning out of that, uh, SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom is becoming remastered. They're calling it rehydrated in this case. Right. Why? You know, I, like, okay, so I, I remember people talking about this game at right. the time, and I remember people who were way more into Spongebob than I was, being like, this, I like this game for, like, a weird 3D platformer at the time. I'm sure it was fine. It was, like, a GameCube era game. It is becoming rehydrated. Yes. And I, the amount of excitement I saw for this yeah. was ludicrous. I don't, I don't get it, but more power to you if you were looking for mm. Battle for Bikini Bottom to become remastered. I sure was not. You know, it's weird, because I... I watch a lot of Game Informer stuff, and they have this weekly series called Replay that they, they just kind of play, like, old games. Uh-huh. And, like, a couple months ago, they were playing this SpongeBob game, and it just looked like a bad 3D platformer from that era. And even, I mean, even they were, like, they were reading the review from, like, that time and basically gave it, like, a 5. And then and then they announced that they're remaking it. And I'm just going, why are they doing this? It just seems... Why not? I, I don't know, because you could literally just remake a different Spongebob game and make it better. Uh-huh. <laughs> or just... Uh, I mean, else. I guarantee you there was no good Spongebob game. Well, you could make one now. No. You can't. Mm. You can't... I feel like a Nickelodeon game property... Will never be good. It's Probably. mean. It's mean to say, but there's like a, a almost zero percent chance that they would be able to make a good licensed game. You from could make like one. You just got to put the money into it. Oh, but they won't. No, uh, they never will for anything like that. No, no. So that's why, like, their Adventure Time should have great video games. Mm -hmm. They all fucking suck because they no one wants to front the money for it. You right. know what I mean? So it's just like it makes you wonder if developers don't want to get tied down to like a. A property like, like the that? the only good one was they uh, Cartoon Network paid Cappy to make the OKKO OK game, and like that was cool because right. Cappy's a good developer and they gave a shit. Right. But most people like, I think it was THQ that made Battle for Bikini Bottom. Well, they're they're remaking it at least THQ. Oh, they they made it originally. So I like THQ was putting out a bunch of licensed trash yeah. like as we talked about that before like the episodes of pokemon and spongebob on gba like mm. that was the work of thq's finest so it just sure. seems like thq new york nordic is sliding right into that thq they spot sure as fuck are when is the you draw tablet relaunch well, i hope and they don't even oh my god yikes <laughs> um so my next question is 
I forgot how time works. Right. Did the Google Stadia announcement happen before last podcast or after last podcast? I think it happened after. Yeah. And but there's really nothing to say. Well, I, we know what it is. Right. We knew what it was before. Well, no. Now the pricing and like what it actually well, is. Oh, well, that's what I was gonna say. We don't really. We didn't. We already know what it is. It's streaming, but now we know that it's just going to cost the same price as games. But you can pay them $10 a month to play it in 4K instead of 1080p, mm-hmm. and it's like PlayStation Plus where you'll get like a game or two free, quote-unquote, for that month. Um, but yeah, it just seems like you stream the games, mm-hmm. but you pay the 60 bucks. I was thinking this is kind of moving along to a different. The Ubisoft uh, pass could be if you're into if you're gonna do Stadia, that could make it at least somewhat worth it, because that it's I mean it's expensive. It's fifteen dollars a month, but at least you get Stadia and PC. Yeah, I dude. So so one of the things that I think is really crazy is Google announced Stadia, and like they're doing their streaming thing. Right. But that was, like, a very common theme at E3 in general. Right. Was streaming will also be part of the future. And I think that that is actually good mm-hmm. because then you can either go the streaming route or the physical route still right. if you want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I really was not expecting you to have to pay for those games individually. No, I think that's I... fucking crazy. Yeah. Especially when things like Game Pass exist. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, just like, if you have a PC or any console, no one's going to buy it for the Stadia. Uh, I mean, unless you're, like, that invested in, like, yo, I really, really need to play this on my phone in Chrome. Like, then there's no reason to have Stadia, in my opinion. And I just keep hearing people talk about how, like, oh, it'll be so nice when I'm traveling. Have you been in a hotel? Have you used their internet? <laughs> have you been? Yeah, yeah well, I, it, no, it's, I, it's that's not a very work. that's a very real thing. Like you will get nothing, right? It will, or it will be the world's absolute shittiest experience. Unless you have, I guess, unlimited data on your phone, and you're just going to use your phone data. So, like, that's I, your options. I did the speed test here, right? And I would be able to do it in 4K. They claim. Mm-hmm. There's no, I still think there's no way. Well, you're still, even if you do it in 4K, you're still going to have latency. No, I know. There will be latency no matter what. But I'm saying, like, they basically told me I would have the world's best experience. And mm-hmm. I was like, I honestly do not think that is true. Um, I also did it wired at work, which has, like, ridiculous fast internet. And they were like, yo, mm-hmm. this is going to work very, very well. <laughs> I, I just, I can't imagine a scenario where... It's just useful to anyone. Like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, someone out there is going to be way into it. And more power to them. Like, if you don't have a gaming console and if you mm-hmm. don't have a very good PC, like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. Like, I just don't see why, if you were that into video games, that you were going to pay for Stadia, right? a game in Stadia, why you wouldn't just be going a console route anyways. Exactly. I mean, if you own a decent PC or any console, it's going to be a vastly superior experience. Yeah. It, it just is very weird. I, I think it's cool that they're going out there and making deals, but one of the things that I thought was the most crazy was 
half the things they showed were fighting games yeah. and rhythm games. Like, they showed Thumper as a rhythm game. Any latency in that will be terrible. They showed... Samurai Showdown is launching on it, which, like, okay, that could work because it's very... It's not necessarily super combo-based. Like, you have, like, two, three-hit combos. It's more about, like, playing footsies, right? Well, yeah, but so even footsies are reactions. No, I, I'm just saying, like, it wouldn't be the worst experience to play Samurai I, Showdown. I guess, yeah, I guess. Then, Mortal Kombat 11... Mm-hmm. All right, you fucking. There's like a frame of lag. You're not. You're dropping your juggle combo, and then to really top it off, they were like mm, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. All right, fucking get out of here with that right. shit. Like you're the frantic, fast-paced combos of that shit, and mm-hmm. like the like there's, there's no way. There's no way it will work well. Right. I mean, they are really confident in it, and I think that's cool for them because like they also were putting Doom up there and stuff. It just, those are the types of games that <laughs> will work the worst. Yeah. And it's uh... only launching with like 27 games. And when like six or seven of those games are games that really, really depend on how good your latency is, like mm. it's wild. Yeah. I was thinking like a game, you know what a game would work really well is a game like Just Dance. I could see that working. Yeah. That would, it would be soft. We'll be right in there. They'll yeah. be able to get it. Oh, I'm sure. But. I mean, they're. Did you see that Just Dance is going to be on the Wii, this new one? No, I didn't. That's awesome. But not on the Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I mean, that makes sense. More people have Wiis than Wii U's. Well, apparently, from what I heard, is it's more for, like, kid camps and, uh, like, hospitals. They still have Wiis. Interesting. So then they, and, like, Just Dance is one of those games that they pick up. And, I mean, like, a lot more have Wiis than Wii U's, so, like, I guess the, the sales on the Wiis are still good enough to keep to keep doing it. But now, with Stadia, I mean, in theory, all you would need is a laptop, and then the, the kids wouldn't even... Yeah, that's true. That so, like, maybe they'll... Maybe, like, Stadia would work well for, you know, hospitals and stuff. I don't know. So, there were, there were two things from the Stadia <clears throat> thing that I actually think were important. One is that they announced Baldur's Gate 3 there. Right. Which the people that made D- Divinity Original Sin uh, are doing Baldur's Gate 3. That's sick. Yeah. The part where they said it's also coming to PC, very good, because obviously it was. The other part was they announced a lot of the Destiny stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and there was a Destiny stream shortly after where they announced that Destiny 2 will be free to play. They're entirely free from Activision, so like the base game will be completely free to play. It will be cross-play, cross-save across all the platforms with the exception of... Even Stadia, but with the exception of PS4 at that time, Mm -hmm. they had a little disclaimer. Since then, apparently Sony has agreed to it because, obviously, when Stadia is publicly shaming them in this forum, of course, they have to say yes to that. Um, So that's really cool, I think. Yeah. And we'll be able to get a lot of people into Destiny. You will still have to buy the expansions piecemeal on each console, but they they're trying to do this weird thing now where like you can just like level up to be the level of the content, so like you can always play all the content with everyone. Well, I think it's like, more it takes away like a lot of the progression. It does, but at the same time, if you're just like, oh man, I want to jump in with my friends, but like I'd have to do fifty hours of grinding. I guess like, I think the... that's the mentality. I know, too. but then like it trivializes the whole yeah, yeah. the whole point of the game. It just seems weird to me. I was listening to them explain it at, at another event, and it. 
Like, it sounds cool. Right. It just, I, I don't know how it'll work. I, I, that whole concept is really dope, though. I did. They are finally going to be able to make Destiny what they wanted mm-hmm. now that they're free of Activision. Yeah, and, they, like, that's so fucking cool for them. Yeah, that's they can, so cool for Bungie. Now they can kind of really geek out and turn it into the MMO they always kind of wanted And so, it to like, I, at another event I was watching, someone asked them, like, so I, I just thought you were going to make Destiny 3 now. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, we're just going to keep going. We can keep adding to it, keep doing new cool stuff. And like now that they don't have to be beholden to some ridiculous time frame, they can actually take time, make cool right. stuff, use their resources in the way they want to use them. Mm-hmm. I That's awesome for them. Like I, I, I'm very excited to see where Destiny goes. Yeah, because I remember when Destiny 2 was coming out, they had to rush it out the door because if they had waited any longer... Activision could have taken a bigger percentage cut. Yeah. <coughs> so, I mean, like, yeah. Which is... God, I know we've talked about Activision a lot, but, like, it's... They are really bare bones now, and it's just crazy. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get it. Um. So, yeah, that, that yeah. was a lot of big stuff that I'd forgotten about. Uh, yeah, I forgot to even put it. Darksiders Genesis yes. is a video game that is coming out mm-hmm. now. It just looks like Diablo. It does. It looks like Diablo. There is a new horseman that they made up just for this, they said. Mm, I don't think... It looked like... Because that la- that horseman that was in the last Darksiders game. No, I mean, like, of the four horsemen of the apocalypse, they right. made up whatever this one is. Like it's not actually. Well, which I, th- I don't think. What I'm saying is I don't think they made it up. I think uh, uh, Darksiders three they because they no no was, I I'm, saying, I'm just like right. that's not part of the which they did that before. Uh, no, like, I know theory. it just is weird. They're continuing to do that in their thing about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's cool for them. I yeah, because the one is like guns. Guns. Yeah, everybody loves guns. Because he was in he was in Darksiders three. So. Mm. So yeah, a Darksiders game that looks like Diablo. Everybody's mm-hmm. getting in on that Diablo action. Which is weird now. No, I, people love Diablo still, man. I know. Uh, Diablo true. 3 is popping at all times. And maybe it helps that, like, you saw the fan outcry when they announced that mobile game. We all have phones, Matt. It's fine. So so maybe they're like, hey, we could get in on that. The, the Diablo... <sighs> Fan base is very, very hungry for more Diablo, and Blizzard is not going to give it to them. This just popped another news story into my mind. Oh, man. There was that rumor that Blizzard canceled a first-person shooter based on StarCraft. Okay? Now, if this rumor is true, why the fuck do they keep internally developing StarCraft shooters? Everyone has been canceled. Stop doing it. So the, apparently the rumor said that they stopped development of this to put people on making Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2. Because obviously, even though everyone has phones, they still want Diablo 4. Right. And on the other end, the rumor said that Overwatch 2 would also have a focus on PvE content. So it would be like weird co-op shit, which is way more what I want Overwatch to be. Right. So if that rumor is true, which it seems like it very much is, that will be really cool in a couple of years. Hmm. And it yeah, also, that's... to be fair, it well, seemed like Diablo 4 was supposed to be announced at last BlizzCon, but mm-hmm. at the last minute they said, oh no, it's not ready. Right. So, 
I that Which, was almost certainly in development before, anyways. They should have at least announced the name. Diablo Four. I mean, yeah, you could show like a fucking. I don't because like think about it. You announce the mobile game, you have to announce the real game with it. I don't know. I mean, that's what you would think, but like, if they just showed like, oh man, and Diablo Four is in existence, like a fucking course it is. Well, like, it would. It, there wouldn't have been the outcry. If, I I don't know about that because people would have been like, we have to play this fucking mobile game while we wait for any information yeah, about I the end. The uh, fucking gamers are angry people, Matt. And nothing would have satisfied anyone. I would have probably like softened the blow from yeah, I, uh, don't you guys have phones? Yeah. But I oh man. Yeah, they just like they it, fucked up royally all around, I think. Well they really fucked over the people that they sent out there to, to do that. That was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> um and then to continue on the Blizzard train, the World of Warcraft classic beta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it seems neat if you're into that. Yeah. Did you ever... You played World... I did not. My brother did. Oh, okay. Um, have you ever played World of Warcraft? I have not. Oh. Too so, afraid? Uh, yeah, I would get way too into it. Mm. Um, my uh, my friend Rob, who still plays all the time, that's how he met his wife. Uh, oh, wow. He always tries to get me into it. I think at this point he knows I will never play, but he still always asks me. <laughs> Do you think he's excited for this? No. I've talked to him about it. Oh, okay. Um... Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons that I think people who are way into WoW now will not be super excited about it, but we're not the people to talk about that. I yeah. don't think as people who didn't really play World of Warcraft, but I don't know. It's cool for people who mm-hmm. want to do that. I think that a lot of people are going to discover that like, oops, this isn't what we wanted. <laughs> right. So I, I I don't know. I I hope it does well, but well, I, it's I'm not costing not, like, any more money for you. You just pay the subscription. And oh, it's you... still the same subscription. Yes. Oh, okay. And, and then you yeah, get this. I guess. You, you get this for quote unquote free. It's, yeah. It's all just part of the subscription. So. Okay. Well, I yeah I don't know. It's cool. So I I, I expect you know world I I expect them to at least try it. I yeah. Well, I mean they. Down. I don't know anything they think can bring people back or bolster the subscriber numbers for a little bit. I'm sure mm-hmm. they will try because it makes them a fuckload of money still. So right. why, why would you not do that? Um, because it seems like World of Warcraft as an outsider, it gets this new expansion. Everyone goes crazy, and then like, and then they just basically just swallow up that all of that content up, and then they have nothing better to do until the next expansion, which is usually a year later. No, oh, yeah, but I mean, if you're gonna raid and stuff, you can do all that. Um, I mean, but I'm not, saying not everyone like, goes that hard, but right, y- you could, and people also say like every other expansion is the good one. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, there's right. all kinds of weird stuff about World of Warcraft. Um, so we will finally now transition into the Electronic Three, technically, because EA was not technically part this of E3. This is still pre E3. This is pre three. <laughs> uh, yeah, EA. I hate. I hate their thing because they're like, well, we're not at E3, yeah. but they're in a fucking place right next to E3. The we fuck off. You don't. I feel like they should not be allowed to say that. But anyways, I did not watch EA play because I was at work and I watched the Star Wars gameplay. It was the only thing I watched about EA play. What my main takeaways outside of the Star Wars gameplay were uh, during the FIFA thing, they talked about shooting on goal for Mm -hmm. like 30 minutes, um, which is a weird thing to do. Right. 
it seems like they're probably not going to have an NHL game this year. No, they that, won't. Oh, they will still? They Why would they not show it at this? They don't show it. They didn't show it last year either. Um, in a couple weeks, there's going to be the NHL Awards. Oh, interesting. So interesting. they okay. show it there because that's your audience. But like, they didn't let game journalists play it either. But that that doesn't matter. I'm just saying, like, that's he, not their their audience is the hockey. yeah. But you would still like, I don't know, man. I'm just telling you that's what they've done the last several years. I but the past couple of years, I have not heard game journalists say they don't think that there will be an NHL game. <laughs> there will be. Okay. Because I have heard numerous people say they don't think that there will be one. No. They'll, so. And they will announce it, I'm telling you, in two weeks at the NHL Awards show. All right. Because that just seems, I don't know. Because they, every other game they let people play. It mm-hmm. just seems bizarre to me. Yeah. I, they. I guess they've kind of learned don't even bother. I. They don't care about the NHL at all, but like. I, very, that's very clear. <laughs> I mean, like, it's the only sports game that's not even on Frostbite. Hey, that's good for them. No, it isn't. Because Frostbite fucking sucks. What their engine before that is even worse. <sighs> Frostbite's that terrible engine. Hey, the, I, the other they, one is worse. They need to fucking dump it. It's, it was good for Battlefield because they fucking made it for Battlefield. I think it's okay for some of the sports games. I yeah, after like a hundred years of like trying to bend the sh- first-person mm-hmm. shooter engine to their will, like whatever the fuck their initiative was to use Frostbite for every game was like the yeah, dumbest yeah. shit I've ever seen in my life. Because at least other engines are like designed to mm-hmm. be meant for everything. Like Frostbite is so clearly meant to be for first-person shooters that it's mm. I. God damn. It drives me nuts. That's why like I like Respawn's games is because they're on their own fucking like right. it's a totally different thing. They're just EA mm. owns them now. Right. Oh, and I know that Apex Legends, the new hero, will be called Watson. Okay. And that's it. Other than Star Wars. Uh well, the one thing I did write down is Madden. They announced I don't really care about Madden. Neither do I. But they announced, like, they're, like, superstars, so, like, the best players. Mm. They will get these, like, cooldown powers in the game. (laughs) Really leaning into the loot box scenario for their gotcha game thing. I don't know exactly, but that sounds like it could be neat. It could be. And so that means... But now it's, like, more pay to win also, if the powers are that, like, if they're good. I was thinking more offline I don't know exactly. I didn't pay attention to it too much. I just kind of read into that. Mm. And I was like, oh my god. In five years, that could be in the NHL game. (laughs) (laughs) So. Oh, fuck. I'll be talking about that in like 2024. (laughs) I'll let you know what I think. Oh, that's terrible. (laughs) That's so terrible. Yeah. That's why I don't think they're... Because they have no reason they can release... They can literally release NHL 21... That's basically NHL 20, or I guess it'd be 19, NHL 19, and this would be... They can release the same exact game, update the rosters, and charge $60, and people will buy it. That's why I know there will be another NHL game, because they can do the bare minimum and charge 60 it's so terrible. Did they put out a basketball game this year? I don't know. I, I don't know if they did last year. Because they had for a while mm. after the one that they canceled and right. pulled from shelves... Yeah, it's so frustrating. As I, I, w- I miss 2K because at least 2K gave them competition, so they at least had to try with the hockey stuff. Because it used to be a case where like the hockey was like their best, like 
consistently like the best sports franchise. Yeah. But then they knock 2K out, and then they're like, hey, we don't have to try anymore. People have to buy our product. Mm-hmm. I mean, Compet- Madden, that happened with two, but... Madden, it's different because they just bought the exclusive rights to the NFL. Uh, yeah. So no one can make an NFL uh, football game. I know, but they also don't have to try with Madden either. No, they don't. And they don't usually. Right. So FIFA, they would have to consistently try. Uh, because people care about FIFA at a level that I don't think well, they care about the other games. And also, they they do have some competition with the Pro Evolution Soccer My, and Konami. Call that competition. <laughs> there is some because like some people do prefer the the PES. But... <sighs> that runs on the Fox engine that was meant for Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, it's there, there's EA. That's all they have to do now is just basically... I mean, that's all Konami does now is, like, put out old games and make soccer. They don't fucking do anything else. I looked it up, and that's all they are this year. It's all they have. They have literally the only fucking... Yeah. They have two collection packs and Pro Evolution Soccer. Uh, Yeah, man. Which they lost the World Cup. Mm Mm-hmm. They did. So, like, you know they're not even going to have the sales. Yeah, I that. It's weird. It's crazy. At least they Konami is like into some illicit shit though. Like there, oh, there's all those articles a couple years ago about how they have like it's almost very clear that they have like ties to the yakuza, and like they have their like weird chain of health clubs and shit. And it seems like a lot of their money goes to illicit things. I at least they're not making a Metal Gear Solid. Game. They're a fucking bizarre company. It's... But good thing we don't have to watch Konami press conferences anymore because those were I fucking watched... wild. I watched that. Did you? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. If anyone, anyone watching this, if you have never seen the Konami 2010 E3 press conference, like, 100%, you gotta watch that shit. It is, like, the most glorious shit show I've ever seen. They had luchadors. There were luchadors, and that guy was so uncomfortable. There was, I can't think of the, he's a legendary Japanese developer. The dancing guy? Oh. Oh, I can't! I can't think of his name. Mm. It's gonna drive me nuts. He's like a legendary Japanese developer, and he just—oh my god! It's—it's it's like an actual masterpiece. Like it, <laughs> you couldn't have paid someone to put on a bigger shit show. Than there that. was the one guy who like was telling the crowd when to clap and then when to stop clapping. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute masterpiece. Konami 2010. We don't we don't get those anymore, so I have to go back and watch that every mm-hmm. so often. Or even if you just watch like a highlight video. I, that's all I did. Like it was a 12 minute highlight yeah, there, video. Yeah, it's 12 minutes of just absolute mm, awesomeness. This is a masterpiece. Yes. Konami 2010. Um, so yeah, EA's mm-hmm. big thing that they were showing was the... Re- Respawn's Star Wars game, the Jedi Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about this? I feel very good i wouldn't say great i wouldn't say it looks amazing i would say it looks good so i am somewhere in the middle of it being good and it looking bad okay like i'm I'm like perfectly in the middle i think it looks like a super average game okay um i actually i took notes about this but the only one that mattered was why did the wookies look so bad what the fuck was that they looked so bad like, the human characters look pretty good, and, like, obviously the main character, because he's mo-capped. Right. This is something that's been bothering me in a lot of games recently, is it's so obvious when characters are mo-capped with their animation, and then there's, like, a dude that some animator made. Like, worlds of difference. Mm-hmm. But the Wookiees looked like... 
what was going on? It was rough. You go back and you watch those 12 minutes of gameplay, the Wookiees are having a rough time. Mm-hmm. They look fucked up. Um, but other than that, it just looks like Uncharted right? mixed with Dark Souls combat with the world's worst AI. Like, you just look at the way some of those stormtroopers react, and, like, I get it. A Jedi would be able to cut down a stormtrooper no problem, but, like, when they're, like, fucking pulling out their gun, and, like, it just... It's rough. Like, mm-hmm. they... And, I mean, you don't want combat to be too frustrating. Like, I'm not looking for, like, fucking Sekiro levels of challenge out of this right. third-person Star Wars action game, but... I think it I get, think it should be a little better. I think it, it also... Do you think they're encouraged when it's, when it's like, a... Star Wars, let's say, to make it a little easier because, like, more... They know that it's going to be, like, a mass audience playing it. Yes, exactly. Maybe. Or, like, maybe the AI just was not done or, like, there. Or it was live or fairly live or something. Maybe. Was he playing it on easy so that way he... he I Like, that's that better have been easy because, like, what what was happening? A lot of that was crazy. Um, but the, the thing that would sell me on this game more than it, I was, they will never show in a trailer. So like when I think back on Uncharted, like there, it's just like a bombastic action game, right? Right. Like it's, it's like a summer blockbuster essentially. Mm -hmm. So like the scene in four where you're like going through the city Right, like being pulled behind the truck or whatever, and there's all the eventually you well, get those on the are motorcycle for and Uncharted like shit like that. A lot of those set pieces are like E3 moments to show it, and E3. they do they show those at E3. But I'm saying like if they didn't show that for this game now, mm-hmm. they're not going to show that. No. And like sometimes you get to those set piece moments in Uncharted, and you're like, oh, this was the part that was at E3, right? And so like the one in Uncharted Four was. They didn't show the whole thing in the gameplay demo. Like, it was vastly longer in the actual game. And, like, those moments are so cool and memorable. Um, They showed a little bit more of the Star Wars game at Microsoft's thing. Right. Even though it was mostly cut pieces cut together from that 13-minute gameplay demo. They showed a little bit of him piloting an AT-AT. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the kind of shit that I want to see. Like, just the crazy, ridiculous shit. And that first trailer when the fucking... They're working on the Star Destroyer. And the way they all find out he's a Jedi is it's, like, gonna fall down and crush everyone. But he mm-hmm. uses the Force powers to stop that. Like, that would be crazy. Right. In a real scenario. I th- it's shit like that that would sell me on that. And I don't think they're gonna show that. Do you think you're gonna be getting this day one? I probably will. Because it comes out the same day as Pokemon. Oh my god, no way. November 15th. Oh god. Well, I mean, I will play way more Pokemon. I think this is going to be like an eight-hour game. Yeah, I don't think... I expect it to be about the length of Uncharted. Well, I already pre-ordered it. You didn't Amazon. notice it that it's no. The same I just day. clicked buy the games. Okay. Yeah, it's Death Stranding is November eighth. Oh, I knew that. I knew that going in. Both of gonna, those games are November fifteenth. I'm gonna go straight into Death Stranding. I will like have sleepless nights to mm-hmm. find out all about the strands. Right, and then those two are fifteenth, and then the twenty second is Doom. Okay, well, I will probably not be getting Doom. But, like, that's November. No, I know. No, November, November is jam-packed <laughs> with a lot of a lot of stuff. And 
that's crazy, especially right. for people. Because, like, a lot of those games are mass appeal type games. Right. So it's not just like, oh, this is, like, a niche title that, like, mm. only some people will like. Like, they're all, like, appealing to huge mass audiences. Yes, yes. So, yikes. That's, yeah. I mean, I'm probably going to be getting Pokemon, so this is probably going to get pushed back. Because I'm going to get Pokemon, and then I'm going to get Doom, and then this is going to get pushed back to December for now. I, I will buy this day one, because I'll, I don't know, I already mm. ordered it. Right. And it's harder for me to cancel it. I, I won't care about playing it right away. Right. So I did not order Pokemon, because I'll go get that at 9pm or whatever from GameStop. So when they fuck up my order for Jedi Fallen Order and I don't get it for another couple no, days, no, you will get care. that one day the day of <laughs> that one. I'll get that one. Will come on time. <laughs> yes, yeah. but the ones I actually give a fuck about exactly. I I, yeah, I I don't know. Like I I had people say to me they think this game doesn't look good, and then I had people say to me like I think this game looks amazing. Like right. I fall exactly in the middle. Like I think it looks like a competent video game. Right in 2019 I, I, I don't know i think it looks to put this as simply as i can like an 80 on metacritic and what i think makes it tougher is there are a lot of star wars video games that have existed where you are a man with a lightsaber yes like i could go play star wars jedi academy right now amazing game amazing lightsaber combat and like it, it looks comparable to this like i don't know the game came out like over a decade ago you know what i mean mm -hmm. like it's just another third person action game with a lightsaber yeah and yeah graphically it didn't look great it doesn't look that great graphically i i have all the faith in the world that respawn can make a great game mm -hmm. i just that 13 minutes of gameplay didn't really sell me on it i have not watched any live gameplay demos of like people playing it at E3. I saw some articles suggesting that maybe it's a lot cooler than it was portrayed in the the gameplay, but like I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I, that I seems see that. like a game. It all depends on how it feels. And like I, the Game Informer article talks about how it has Metroid style progression. Mm -hmm. So like you're getting new abilities to get into new areas. Like that that gameplay demo looked super linear. So like I don't see that part at all. Well, like, apparently there is like a skill tree, and you level up, and you can spec into different things. That they, they don't show that either. So there there are pieces missing from it that mm -hmm. hopefully we will get a closer look at before launch. But I'll I'll play it anyways because I I am curious about a Star right. Wars game made by Respawn and I would love to support anything Respawn does because I I think they're a great developer. Yeah, that, that's what I got. I feel like the God of War is pretty linear, but it also has that Metroid unlocking new areas. It, it did, but the God of War also had like a central like hub area yes, yes. to go to those things like it doesn't this game doesn't look like that it, it looks like the force unleashed again you know what i mean another that's... example is like which you didn't play them but the tomb raider games have that kind of little yeah. bit where they're you can kind of backtrack and redo some some things i'm i'm guessing it's going to be in that vein i don't think it's going to be like a legitimate metroidvania that that's just I, my guess i yeah it's yeah the put this is another this is one of those games that i wanted to see gameplay for for mm. so long and was severely let down there were a few other games at e3 where that happened and i was like there, oh boy there's one and then i think we both have <laughs> holy that i fuck, man. i wish i could go back in time and unwatch <laughs> that trailer ah <laughs> uh, so first e3 press conference for real right was microsoft which people are disappointed by Microsoft. Really? I think they did a great job. Yeah. 
Uh, because one of the things I think is weird is when Microsoft was kind of down when they were first putting out the Xbox One and launching it, Sony was taking every opportunity to stick a knife in their mm. already open wound. So I fully expected Microsoft to like triple down on going ham because Sony wasn't going to be at E3, and they did not really do that. No, and I think, it, which we discussed earlier, Microsoft last year, it, it seemed like they're like, hey, hey. We like video games. And we're, we're doing good. We're going to recommit to making video games. We bought all of these studios. Yes. And then this year, it seemed like this was an opportunity to give the one-two punch to Sony. And they didn't. But it, this year just feels like they're building up for next year. I just remembered I can cancel my pre-order for The Outer Wilds. Oh, because yeah. it's coming to Game Pass. Right. Hell yeah. There's so many games. Sixty dollars down, baby. I cut my like seven hundred dollar Amazon order down by sixty bucks. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's like ha- more than half their games they announced were on Game Pass, which is very exciting. So w- one of the things that really did it for me mm-hmm. is you and me both pay for Game Pass now. Yes. So. I mainly use it on PC. Right. I used it this past week or two to do play something on my Xbox One um, because I wasn't here with my PC. Um, and, and it's a really good service. Like, I, I cannot stress enough how good Xbox Game Pass is. Paying $10 a month mm-hmm. to have 100 or more, like, fucking great games. And they're constantly. That you can just, and they, that they constantly update. And add new ones. Yeah, and you can just download those and play them. $10 mm-hmm. a month, it's fine. Right. It, it's super cool. The PC side of that was not as great. It was a lot of mainly just first-party games. Like, there were, like, maybe 10 games on mm-hmm. it. Um, so, a few a week or two ago, Microsoft announced that they were bringing Game Pass in full to PC. Right. They unveiled those plans truly at E3. Um, they're putting out a beta right now for it. Right, which is where confusion... Which is where confusion came. I thought that it was going to be $5 a month for Game right. Pass on PC, but yes. it is 10 Right. Just like it is for on Xbox. But the beta right now is $5. The beta is $5. So and that's, that's why, why they... That, in, yes. Yes. Which is... They shouldn't have done that. They that's bad marketing. They should not have done that. It's <laughs> fucked up. Yes. I got very excited. But I mean, like, you, with in your case, you can just go from the $10... To the 15 or do you think you would just go $10 for PC? I think I'm going to go to the 15 Mm -hmm. because my PC is not necessarily super strong. Right. So, like, when shit like Gears 5, if I ever wanted to play that, I don't think my PC can run Gears 5. You're not going to play Gears 5. But if I wanted to, I don't think my PC would be able to run it. And going Mm -hmm. forward, like, my fucking PC is not going to be able to play Halo Infinite. Right. Right. So, stuff like that. And sometimes it's just, I don't know, it's easier to just boot up the Xbox and yeah, say, yeah. like, hey, whatever. So I they they announced that you can get both with Xbox Live Gold right. for $15 a month. Right. I've already accidentally paid $10 a month for Game Pass for, like, almost an entire year. So why not just up that by $5? Right. Um, and now you're starting to use it. I am actually starting to use it. And I will continue because, look, man, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Will I'll be able to play that? They announced so many sick indie games. Like the PC Game Pass is unbelievable. If you like indie games, right. like you can fucking play Wargroove, Hollow Knight. I there are just a fuck an absolute metric shit ton of wicked sick games coming out to the. Well, PC do you want to get into even more of Microsoft? Because like that Spitfire game, I'm pretty sure is going to be Game Pass. 
which is the one that you were super excited about. Oh, Wayfarer, the one where you ferry the animals. Yes. Yeah. I think that's. I think that's going to that, be. Game that pass. will be. Yeah, as well. Yeah. There's just. There's so, so many cool things. That way of the wool woods. The deer game. Oh, the deer game. I'm pretty sure well. that's going to be game pass. Yeah. Like it's. I, I mean, I wrote down, like, yeah. I'm... There's just so much. Like, Game Pass is becoming more and more, like, this is a great thing to exist. Mm-hmm. And now that it's coming to PC, too, like, it's it's actually crazy. Yeah. And they're going to continue it going forward into the next generation Xbox. Right. So, like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. They're doing such a good thing. And I, like, that's the main reason why I think Stadia is dumb. Right. Is because I could pay $10, $15 a month, play all these awesome games on my PC and on my Xbox, and like I'm not paying $60 each for these. Mm-hmm. And yes, it is the Netflix-style thing where they could get removed, but I, they've only done that like once well, no, a they, couple games. They do, they do move games in and out every month, but the yeah. thing is like they're not going to remove the Microsoft games. Yeah, they'll never remove the first-party Microsoft games, and now that they have every fucking studio mm-hmm. under the sun like outer worlds right it's basically obsidian's space fallout game right. that will launch on game pass right on xbox one because microsoft owns obsidian now right so there would be no reason for them to ever take that off even though that's also coming out on ps4 did there's just there's no reason for them to mm-hmm. remove that ever because they don't have to and that's one of the reasons why I think them buying up all these studios is such a huge deal now that Game Pass is getting as large as it is, mm-hmm. is because they can just put these games out and they're out there. Right. And you can just get Game Pass. And so that's another thing they did was my the person that I admire most in video games as a whole is Tim Schafer. Oh. He wrote one of my favorite games of all time, Grim Fandango. I love everything his studio Double Fine does. They bought Double Fine. Right. And they announced that there, and, like, that's mind-blowing. That is... I'm just excited for that studio, because, like, they just spent so much time just, like, wondering if they're going to be able to keep the doors open. I know Double Fine has been, like, on the brink of destruction for, like, as long as I can remember, because they try to put out these great things, and they don't always hit, Mm -hmm. but at least they're trying cool and unique things. Now that they're being backed by Microsoft, like... The things that can come out of Tim Schafer's mind now are on a whole different fucking level. Well, now he can sleep at night. And, like, I, yeah, yeah and, and like nice. the people that work at that studio are so cool. Right. It's such a great environment. There were some weird things where like they Double Fine was going to publish some indie games, and then the day they announced that they were bought by Microsoft, they were like, "We're being published by someone different now." Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that I mean, that, unfortunately, that's so. Uh, like Psychonauts 2 was, they had partnered with Starbreeze mm. to publish that, and Starbreeze a couple months ago, or like a month ago, was like, we don't have enough money to pay our employees. Right. So, like, now they don't have to worry about distribution of Psychonauts 2 in that way. Which is just going to be on Game Pass. It'll be on Game Pass. I mean, I already backed it, right, so whatever. Right. I, but I can play it. I now. know. I would pay him all the money. And that, that probably means that, like, the original Psychonauts will go on Game Pass. Like, they'll be able to put, like, Grim Fandango remastered, Full Throttle remastered. I don't know, like, games from the 360, like, stacking and things like that. Like, there, there are a shitload of Double Fine games. Rad... Mm-hmm. That's being published by Namco Bandai, though, so I don't know that that will be, because publishing rights are weird. Yeah. Uh, it, it, that that blew me away. Like, mm-hmm. in, I love Tim Schafer. 
and when he came out on stage, it, it's unreal for me to ha- to have that be the case. Yeah, it's so very cool. Yeah. Do you want to get into the games now? Yeah, let's go. All right. What do we got? I I just put these in alphabetical order, so it's not like. Oh a... my god, you you wrote so many things down. Yeah, the first one was twelve minutes. Seemed cool to me. Okay, so I listened to this gentleman talk mm-hmm. about his game. I did not know that he worked with Jonathan Blow on The Witness, mm-hmm. and then he like went off to do his own thing, and this is what he did. He used to work at Rockstar, and right. so when they finished GTA V, he pitched this game to them and was like, yeah, it's like every 12 minutes it'll reset. It's a time loop, because he mm-hmm. loves time loops. And listening to him tell he was so fucking excited. Right, like, right. He's so into it, and he's basically making it by himself. And Rockstar was like, what are you talking? Get fucked. And then he's mm-hmm. like, indie time. And <laughs> yeah, now yeah. he's making this game. For a small indie dev like that to get as large a spotlight as he did at this Microsoft showcase mm-hmm. is crazy it actually for one person it looks incredible yeah i he might have a team of a couple more people but right, the way he made it sound was it's mostly just him well even if it's a small team i mean it looks incredible I, yeah so it's like yeah it's a 12 minute time loop i i i didn't listen to that but i assumed it was a 12 minute time loop his his wife is uh like pregnant but she also may have killed someone and her so father yeah her father may have killed so, her father yeah she may have killed her father, and like a policeman comes in who may also be an assassin. Right. And you can, it, it shows all the different ways that this can play out like you getting killed, her getting killed, you fighting the cop, and like various different ways. And like, it's a super cool concept. Yeah. You're the time loop. I have a feeling it's just going to be one of those things that it slowly unravels and gets like more and more fascinating. Yeah, and I, it's one of those things where like you keep the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it just keeps getting more and more crazy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But then you gotta like explain to her every time, like you gotta tell me, you gotta tell me. It's gonna be, if they pull it off, it could be incredible. Yeah, it could be really cool. Um, so I'm very mm-hmm. interested in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's not really a lot to talk about, but they played. Uh, they showed Borderlands Three. Uh huh. I'm excited about that. It continues to be a video game. It continues to look like Borderlands Two Point Five. It does. They also announced the Borderlands Two DLC. Oh yeah, that's it. Uh, which came to everything except the mm-hmm. Vita. Poor Vita. The the Vita version of Borderlands 2 did not get this. Only things that have the handsome collection. In fairness, uh, this is to lead into Borderlands 3, they said. So, like, you're not going to be playing playing Borderlands 3 on your Vita. So, like, I guess it makes sense. We could have been. You wouldn't. I wouldn't have, but we could have been. The Vita Mm -hmm. died before its time Mm -hmm. was up. But, uh, yeah, they upped the level cap in Borderlands 2 to 80 the new rarity they patched in months ago on accident they mm. that's a thing now is rainbow rarity guns uh yeah new gun new stuff mm. leading up to borderlands 3 that's cool right. especially because it's a free dlc for every console yeah. uh it was just free on playstation plus right so everyone can play the handsome collection that way and if you and have it's, Xbox, on, it's on game pass it's on game pass right? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I, that's wild yeah so, I watched a 17 video minute video on IGN of gameplay, and as I said, it just. Looks I mean, like... I watched the gameplay at the reveal event, and that, right. that's all I need. I right, mean, yeah. it looks like fucking Borderlands. Exactly, so I'll yeah. play it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh, the next one is Control. Yeah, so I was not interested in this game at all, mm-hmm. and the gameplay that they put out this E3 for Control and like interviews that they were doing about it. 
I am I am more interested in it now. Right. I think people are saying this looks like better force powers than Jedi. <laughs> it Fall does. Order. Yeah, because she has like telekinesis. <laughs> yeah, she can yeah. float, uh, and then she can like grab objects and just throw it at people, and then she can like stop time, and she has some really cool powers. Yeah, it so. does. Uh, Controls made by Remedy, which is the people that made uh, like Max Payne back in the day, Max Payne Two, Alan Wake, we talk, a bunch of weird stuff. We talked about Quantum Break. Uh, yeah, Qu- Quantum Break they made as well, which what, was a fun game to game to play. What I like about Remedy is that they try unique stuff. Right, like they want their gameplay mechanics to be fun and interesting, but they're always tight. They're always tight. So, like, that's why, like, Max Payne was so fucking weird with the bullet time. And, like, Mm -hmm. they tried to do new and interesting things. Alan Wake with the flashlight tech. Mm -hmm. Uh, They always do weird FMV in it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, did you see this, like, on the screens in Control? It's sure, FMV. Yeah. I, that always weirds me the fuck out. And there's something about that, like, house or the building. Like, I'm fascinated by this game. I don't quite understand it So, yet, like, it, but... it seems like it is, like, a Men in Black type scenario where right. they work for some, like, secret organization and there's, like, a dude in there that's, like, the janitor of the place. Mm. It it seems really cool. Yeah, yeah. So, Which... I, especially with the powers and stuff, it looks really interesting. It, it also comes out at a time when, like, nothing else is coming out. I think it's August, which it's right before the explosion. Are you, Did you pre-order that, or is that I one did you not, did? because it comes out, like, the same day as Astral Chain. Oh, that's right. It come, and I'm going to fucking play Astral that's, Chain. That's right. I saw that, and I was like, oh, I'm going to get this, <laughs> and Manny will get Astral Chain. Astral Chain, baby. Oh, my God. I can't wait to talk about Astral Ooh. Chain later. Uh, but yeah, control looks really cool. Yeah. I I'm actually interested in it now. I think it's I think it looks really really mm-hmm. really cool. Uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Our boy Keanu Reeves is mm-hmm. in this product. Um, we're all breathtaking. Right. Um, that guy won a free. Co- he is getting a free copy of Cyberpunk seventy seven. And no, he's not. Oh, really? They tweeted to him giving that out, and he said, "No, thank you." I want you to take that money and donate it to like oh, some wow. child. So. Damn, mm-hmm. that's good for him. Yeah. So like he's like they offered it, but he didn't take it. He wants them to like some chair, child no, charity. That's I did not see that. That's yep. pretty dope. Um, it's so the I my uh, one concern about this game is is it getting too hyped up? Uh, not for me. I think it's I, gonna be. That's exactly what I want it to be. I think it's going to be great and amazing, but I feel like the internet is putting this on a pedestal. So, there, I don't know if you saw, uh, there was a lot of controversy about the demo that they had. Right. uh, For multiple reasons. So, it is coming out April 16th, 2020, but it might not be, let's say, culturally sensitive is Mm. the thing. There was a poster that came out and something NVIDIA showed that had a transgender person on the poster with a raging boner. Yeah, it was a woman, and then she had... It wasn't necessarily a boner, but it was definitely a penis. Yeah, and so, like, that... I, I, I'm i not qualified to talk about transgender stuff and, like, the issues that were brought up about that, but it's didn't seem great, and their responses did not seem great. The thing that I can definitively say, like, mm, is there's a lot of weird race stuff like a lot Mm. like the haitian gang they're like called the animals and oh man some of the racial epithets that they use against those people in that demo are like it's fucked up 
So I don't know if they're going to try to say, like, that is, like, part of the source material or... Mm. I don't know. They're at least... they. I think they're going to change the the transgender ad thing Mm -hmm. uh, after there's been a lot of backlash about that. But like a lot of people who saw it at E3 were like, some of the dialogue is like pretty fucking rough. Um, And CD project red hasn't exactly had the greatest track record with stuff like that, especially because they own uh, good old games and they've put out some fucking not great tweets, uh, pretty insensitive tweets about a bunch Mm -hmm. of different stuff. So I don't know. I don't think that, like, the mainstream people are going to, like, care about that no. or, like, think about that a lot. But it is, like, I don't know. It's it's concerning to me that it seems like that is a trend in a lot of their stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, when the game comes out, it remains to be seen. And I right. still think it'll be a really cool game. I just think that it is, like, people latch on to things in games that are like insensitive like that and i think this is gonna have a lot of that oh yeah because like that happened to horizon yeah and (laughs) i don't even think like i think it's just a case of part of it is and this is the same with cyberpunk they're in europe yeah so then like people are bringing their north american views and like and there is a disconnect when you're dude when they're like talking about like putting down the animals and it's like it's it's fucking rough right i i was thinking more with horizon with like some of the native american yeah and like i i get that Mm -hmm. which i mean some of it did seem insensitive but at the same time like i i think it's one of those cases where they're hung not hungarian they're they're not uh the netherlands cd project red no i'm saying a gorilla Oh, did you see that the like the lead director passed away? No. In Gorilla? No, that's awful. Yeah, and that was just yesterday or the day before. Wow, that's terrible. And he, I mean, he didn't look very old. He just, no. he just passed away. <laughs> yeah, they tweeted that out. So, but anyways, I Cyberpunk is the game that I am looking forward to most in the future. Right. Like, I think that is the most Manny game ever created. Especially if the, like, open world aspect of it comes mm-hmm. to fruition and you can just explore a cyberpunk world. And, like, it has all the classes from the uh, tabletop game, like Netrunner and all that kind of shit. And you can just hack right into people's brains mm-hmm. and, like, do all kinds of awesome stuff. And I-, I was sold on that game when they put out that first gameplay demo. Like, right. no matter what, I was going to buy this and be all the way on board. Mm-hmm. They don't need to show me anything else about this game, but they just mm-hmm. keep being like, well, now it's got Keanu Reeves, and, like, now it has this thing and this mm-hmm. thing. And I, like, I don't know. I, right. I don't need to see any more of it. I think I think it's going to be cool. Yeah. That, uh, I, that, the reason why I brought up the hype is the internet is taking this to, like, new heights. They're taking it to new heights, and I... And I, I think you're setting yourself up to the point where a great game is going to be a disappointment. And yeah. that is really sad. People really like The Witcher 3. Yes. So I get... I was one of them. So I, I get mm-hmm. where people are coming from on that. But The Witcher is way different than this so i like i know what to expect from it obviously i saw the gameplay like i i have realistic expectations of what it is but i think it is something that i will be into but you're right the internet Mm. is uh blasting off into space with their expectations (laughs) and i yeah i i don't know i think that like people are thinking like this is gonna be the greatest game ever made 
or it's a disappointment. Uh-huh. And like when you go in with those kind of when you go in that mentality, you're just setting yourself. And so for I've I've actually seen a lot of people who played at E3 trying to say like maybe we should tone that down because right. there are a lot of games that have done similar things to this. It mm-hmm. just is this is kind of on a larger open world right. scale with the missions and stuff. People are like this gameplay like this has happened before yes. and like there's you know mm-hmm. so. But yeah, I mean, at this point, all we needed was a date, and that's basically all we all we got. We just we got some cinematic trailer, Keanu Reeves, and then a date, and that's all we really needed from the C three. Yeah, and that that's cool. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Yep. The next one is Empire of Sin. Dude, I do not remember this. That's oh, a, that's John, John Romero. Romero's game. Yes. Damn. Which I don't know if you looked into any gameplay or anything. Uh. I heard people talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's I'd... supposed to be XCOM style, uh-huh. but in like 1920s, like Chicago gangster. Yep. They also sh- they uh, this is coming to Switch too, right? I believe so. Yeah, that was in the direct as well. Right. Uh, for those that don't know, John Romero, one of the original people making the original Doom. Right. Um, he recently just put out a Doom wad, like a map for it that they yeah. like packaged and sold. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Um. He's a really cool guy. He yeah. lives in Ireland uh, in this like really small town. I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. he had a small indie studio there. They made a weird mobile game where you like yeah. play as a taco truck or He's some shit. Like him, him and his wife were doing it, and yeah, now they're doing this Empire Sim thing. And it, yeah, it's supposed to be like XCOM, mm-hmm. um, and it sounds really cool. It sounds like yeah. there's a lot to it. So. so, and you also like there's gonna be options you can you know fictional and non-fictional characters so like i guess you could play as al capone or Steffi st Clair is another character that they specifically mentioned so hmm. yeah yeah i the, i read a, it was a polygon article that i had read so yeah that that's super cool yeah it just seemed different and I, out of nowhere i love that he's still making stuff yeah, man because yeah. a lot of people from especially back then just don't anymore yeah yeah or they were like absorbed into the ether. Mm-hmm. He st- he's still out well, there. Well, and I think it helps that he just kind of went off, and now he's literally just doing his own thing. So mm-hmm. he can and being in Ireland in this small town, he he's away <laughs> do from whatever, do whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the next game is probably my favorite game of the fucking A, dude. <laughs> it's so sick. Uh, Forza Horizon uh, for the Lego Champions. Yeah, they're the Lego DLC mm-hmm. for Forza Horizon Four. So. The Forza Horizon 3, the right. final DLC for it was Hot Wheels. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. We were both expecting Hot Wheels e- again. Yes. But then, <laughs> fucking Legos, man. It Like, it looks so fun. How much more fun can you get than this? You, you can't. You can't. It's I, ridiculous. I've already played some of it. Did you? I bought it, yeah. Oh. I played it last night. Wait, I thought it came out the 18th. The 13th. Oh! And I'm not, oh my god, I won't be home to play it for, for another, like, four or five days. Mm-hmm. I'll pay for that. I didn't pay for the Treasure Booty one. Mm-hmm. I, I will pay for Lego. Mm-hmm. Fuck, dude. dude. How fun is that? Oh, it's, it's... Oh, you man. can actually see your Lego character. <laughs> it's great. I don't want to spoil anything, they just, like, they just have... That's what I like about Playground, is that they just have fun with mm-hmm. their games. Yeah. Like they, god... I saw that Lego man, and yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Forza Horizon 4, we both love that game already. Mm-hmm. 
now there's Legos in now, it. yeah. God damn. And, oh my god, I don't want to spoil too much, but when you open up the map, it's like all Legos and colorful. This is the good. Oh, I'm so <laughs> fucking excited. Wait, uh, did they crash and blow up? Not, not uh, like you'd want. Oh, damn it. But I did run through a tree and it just like exploded. <laughs> so that was exciting. That is exciting. So yeah, for DLC, that's mm-hmm. wild. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm very excited to play And that. it seems like there's quite a bit of content there. It's probably at least another 15 hours of Damn, content. Dude, I'm so ready. I, I haven't played Forts of War and mm-hmm. Horizon in a long time. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'll get back in. Yeah. The next one is Gears 5, which I will say had a weak showing. Yeah, because they showed the multiplayer, right? And people don't really care about the multiplayer, especially because like now they're like focusing on plot in a large way. I feel like, which Game Informer just like uh, Giant Bomb, they have like developers come on, and they had uh, Ron Ferguson come on for like a half hour, and he talked about the game. And I guess it was his decision to just show the multiplayer now, and then he kind of laid out a, a roadmap and said like, at a future date, we're going to talk about the story more yeah so they really wanted to really lean into this escape mode because i because it's like the new the thing. new mode yeah which i mean it is a it is a case where it's like man i kind of wish we got campaign but at the same time do we really need it it's gonna play like gears we know what that's like yeah we have a pretty good idea of from last year showing like what the game is going to be about we know it's going to be about kate so it, it kind of makes sense that like that really doesn't need too much no. So, but yeah, he just, he he seems like such a cool guy, though. Rod Ferguson? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he loves Gears in a way that is very awesome. <laughs> well, not just that, but just like in general, he just seems like a very... Yeah, he does. A, a cool person. So. Yeah. He did have one interesting story, because in case you don't know, he used to work at Epic. Yeah. Well, so, they, have, they made Gears. Right, so, yeah. right. So, like, people will come up to him and they're like, hey, are you sad that you didn't stay there? And I guess his his response is, you should be happy I'm not there, because I would have canceled Fortnite. <laughs> I, they had a hard time with Fortnite. Well, that's exactly it. He, like, uh, I guess with just all the troubles, it wouldn't have passed his standard. He had a lot of problems. And he would have just been like, nope, Fortnite is done. Which, so I guess if he worked at Epic, Fortnite would not have become well, this cultural Well, they might phenomenon. have still just made like a different Battle Royale game and not had it be called Fortnite. But, right, right. But I, who know. knows? It may not have gotten like this huge... Yeah, game. but I mean, the, they still treat that original Fortnite game like the Save the World, the right. PvE thing. Like, they treat that like a stepchild, man. Like, it, that's like a third world country over there for those people. I, well, what else do they have? Epic? Yeah. The store, the store, and then the the engine. Uh, yeah, because I think they canceled the Unreal tournament game mm-hmm. that they were working on. So uh, they don't need anything else. Right, I mean, right. Fortnite makes them fucking well, exactly. more money than God. So sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just thought that was an interesting thing that he, you know, because he was like a high, high up. In he Epic, was, yeah. So, but uh, the next one is Halo Infinite. Which okay, so. Halo Infinite they showed after they talked about their next generation plans. Right. So they talked about the next thing's code name is Project Scarlet, and mm-hmm. um, next holiday it will come out, and it will have the new AMD Navi chips, which right. are like four times as powerful as the processors that are currently in the Xbox One X. Right. Which is true. Yeah. Like the Navi are 
they seem ridiculous uh, for like a relatively cheap price com- comparison to a lot of the Intel stuff. Um, they also are going with solid state stuff, just like Sony has shown with the PS5. Mm-hmm. So it will more or less eliminate a lot of load times, like mm-hmm. almost completely in mm-hmm. a lot of things. I think developers will be able to do a lot of cool stuff with that in the future. Um, not not like a lot about it, other mm-hmm. than that is their next generation thing. And alongside right. that, they are putting out Project X Cloud, which is their answer to Google Stadia. Right. But I saw Phil Spencer talk about this a lot. It is very much they're going for both, right? right? It's not like they're favoring one over the other. It is you pick your favorite way to play. Right. If you are somewhere else and you want to stream a game with Project X Cloud, you can do that. And if you want to have a physical thing and a console, you mm-hmm. can do that. Um, people at E3 got to play Project X Cloud, and I guess it's like insane. Like I, I guess it works super well. People seemed way more impressed with it than they were with the stuff from Stadia. Ooh. Um, and that's because it runs on Microsoft Azure, right. like their new cloud service. And I, I guess it's pretty good. From from what I've heard, so see that's a problem for Google Stadia because like that's her, their whole gimmick. That's that's and their whole thing. But but I mean like people forget Microsoft is also a huge tech company. Well, no, I but what I'm saying is like Microsoft also has the Xbox PC, and if they're there, but so online, so so my thing is they they set it up where the server for it was not at E3, right? But it's that's still very much like a test environment. Like that's yeah, not yeah. like a real life case, so it might not be as good as that. Yeah, but the, the in Google, a real scenario, the Google Stadia was like the same. Thing, the same type of thing. So I, but I'm just saying, like right. people liked what it is now. Mm-hmm. That could be all smoke and mirrors, right? For all we know, mm-hmm. and I, I just think that it's cool that Microsoft mm-hmm. has had the forethought forever. Right. Like people are trying. I've I've seen a lot of comments about people trying to be like, oh, everyone's trying to ape Nintendo and the Play Anywhere thing, and it's like, dude, Sony bought Gaikai in 2012. Yeah. All right, like fuck off with that shit. The people have been talking about the streaming future for years and years, and Phil Spencer every year, people interview him and he talks about how he thinks that he thought back then that streaming was the future for Xbox mm-hmm. and like that it will move that way in the future, and so they're taking both sides in the next console generation like fucking good on microsoft in my opinion if anything you could make the argument that sony kind of or nintendo kind of borrowed from sony because they had the ps4 and the vita yeah and some of those games were cross save Uh, yeah so like i tell me how that's like a massively different listen dude nintendo fanboys are they're everywhere and they They people people think that nintendo like invented everything and it's not really the case like i feel like half the time they like trip and fall into a good business idea Mm -hmm. so i i don't know but project x cloud does seem cool yeah so that leads into halo infinite which will launch with the next generation xbox i I have to start calling it project scarlet because that's what it's called right now Mm -hmm. um and it's it's Halo, right? Right, like they didn't show anything, but it is presumed that that is in-engine gameplay. Like that was not like a CG trailer. Like that was what the game is. Also, the one of my big takeaways is he's alone. I mean, he wasn't Halo One. But my point is, he's alone. Oh, unlike, without Cortana. Yeah. No, no, I'm saying like Gears Five, it was all teammates. 
and oh, Halo mates. Five, yeah, but that was that's a I don't know. But what I'm saying that was is just that, Halo Five, right? I'm saying like they they may not be continuing that and going back to where he's just it's just the chief. Yeah, but but that's so that's that was well. I mean, and the, they like showed they had blown up the Halo and mm-hmm. the, whatever he was saved from space because right, right. he's flown in space. Um, and, and, like, they didn't show anything, right? There no. was no, at, like, actual gameplay, but it seemed like it was in-engine. Right. So it, it didn't seem like it was CG. It seemed like, I mean, obviously it was running on a fucking super high-end PC at this point. Right. But, you know, mm-hmm. it is, like, a proof of concept of what next-gen games could look like. And it looks good. Yeah. Like, it, it looks super good, but it's gonna be a fucking Halo game. You right, know what right. I mean? Like, I, Master Chief will be in it, and it you'll shoot people. Yeah. The Covenant will be there. I don't know. Like to me, that was just like, hey, check it out. Right, games will look sick in the future, and like they will. Well, and also they have to show something Halo. They have to show. They can't not show Halo. I think they could have. I don't think people are as big about Halo as they used to be. That's true, but like I, I still think you have to show a little bit. Uh, They didn't last year. Yeah, they did. Oh, well, okay, Master Chief looking up into the sky is not, like, a fucking... No, but they... So that's my point, though. Like, I don't think they can show last year and not show at least something this year, so... But, I mean, this is just, like, a longer version of Master Chief looking up at the sky. Right, you know right, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. except there was a dude talking and mm-hmm. the Master Chief's voice happened. I, I I don't know. It was a very strange trailer. I was like, what is this? This can't be Halo. I knew it was right away, because really? he was on one of the fucking ships, the... Oh, Whatever the fuck true. they're called, but... Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, they're just showing, like, hey, this this will launch yeah, with yeah, the yeah. next generation Xbox. Exactly. Everyone's gonna get excited because fucking Halo will be a launch title. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's really cool. Similar to like how Halo Three came out right around the time of the 360's launch. It, it is good, and I I mm-hmm. think they had to show that. So yeah. That's whatever. Uh, the next game is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Uh huh. So the sequel to Ori and the Blind Forest. Mm-hmm. This game looks magical. Yes. You hang around with your cute little owl friend, and it's gonna be a dope platformer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like, well, they, they've shown different stuff about this through right. over the course of the past like year or two. But you hang out with all of Ori's cool friends, mm-hmm. and like maybe you play as them. It seemed like the trailer was more just showing the bosses. Yeah. Which, I mean, just seemed cinematic and beautiful. And so it was uh, next year, right? Yeah, spring of next year. I think it was March or yeah. hopefully not April with he's, Cyberpunk. Uh, he's going really hard on this. Mm-hmm. Like, he's been working on it for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I would have thought that it would have been out already. Right. Um, but this is another one. It's a really cool indie game. Yeah. Uh, and it will be on Game Pass day yeah. one, so... Which I think it's like a published Microsoft. Yeah, it is a Microsoft published thing. They basically paid him to make the first it, it, one. Yeah. So and it was that was one of the reasons why I bought an Xbox oh. One. Yeah, it's a beautiful game, tremendous soundtrack, and I'm sure it'll be the same. Yeah, it'll be super cool still. The next one is the one that we talked about earlier. Spiritfarer. So I looked. I learned more about this. Yes, I it did too. will be the saddest. Excuse me, video game. I, I will be so sad. But you can hug them. Yeah, of course you can hug the sick animals. But I'm saying, <laughs> it's you're you're basically like the spirit ferryman to the afterlife. Right. So like you build this sick houseboat and you cater to the animal spirits' needs, but in service of them passing on to the next life. Mm-hmm. 
that fuck that i want to be friends with the animals forever so yeah and so then they're gonna die and i'll have to hug them and then they'll pass on to the next life and i'll be mm-hmm. really sad but it looks like a super cool indie yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. i could not really find any information about like release window or anything is it probably sometime next year mm-hmm. um also will probably be on game pass yeah. hopefully pc because it looks more like a pc game than a console game to me i mean it can i'm, uh, I'm sure it'll be able to play on console yeah so i that's cool <laughs> gotta spotlight the sweet indies yeah i'm a fan uh the outer worlds which we the outer worlds yeah obsidian space fallout yeah it, it looks more like new vegas but that's it does yeah and it yeah i don't know they've been showing a lot of that right and that's yeah yeah i all i put was hopefully the shooting will be better than fallout new vegas <laughs> i also hope that um it's <laughs> coming out in the fall yes so uh way to the woods which we mentioned yeah there's like oh my god it's like you play as this weird light up deer which i mean they look like real deer they look like real deer it looks really cool Mm -hmm. and it's like a puzzle adventure game type thing yeah i i just hope nothing happens to you or your baby deer oh no that'd be too sad yeah if something happens i'm gonna i bet that the yeah the adult deer will be dead by the end of that game yeah and, and the baby will have to live on mm-hmm. in the woods and we're gonna cry i will cry yeah it'll be not good yeah and then the last one zombie army four the only reason why <sighs> the only God reason why damn it i like sniper elite four okay and it's by the same people and so it's i'm zombies. like yeah damn. i don't care about the zombies i just i liked that game and thought that could be fun but this just looks like a class-based shooter like it's mm-hmm. just left for dead but like from the people that made sniper elite. sniper elite so like you'll shoot a zombie and you'll see an x-ray it's slow-mo shot mm-hmm. of it being shot through the head yeah okay <laughs> I, that's definitely the one i am like the least excited about but i just wanted to mention that like i like sniper elite for okay. so maybe i'll try this game so yeah those are all the games that i can remember from my oh no that's the most important one Fantasy Star Online oh. 2 is being localized in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. There were, like, three times when I got up during E3 and I fucking lost my brain. This is one of those times. No one gets it, other than a couple of my friends. But Fantasy Star Online 2 came out so many years ago in Japan, and they said... It was going to come to the U.S., and then no one talked about it ever again. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people would be brave enough to say, hey, Sega, what the fuck is happening? And they'd be like, we're not talking about that. We're never talking about it again. And it became very clear they were never going to release Fantasy Star Online 2 here in the U.S. I had to get a fucking VPN because they block U.S. IP addresses. There is a fan translation that's been going on for years. They can only translate files that they download to your computer, so anything that's on the server is still in Japanese and they can't fucking translate it, so you're playing, like, half English, half mm-hmm. not. And it's a great game. Like, Fantasy Star Online is the reason I do not like Destiny. It is the model by which all loot shooters or loot games should live and die by other than Diablo. Mm-hmm. PSO2 is not as good as the original, Right. But it is a great free-to-play game, and it is coming. Why it is coming in 2019, like seven years after its initial release, I don't know. But it seems like it might only come to the U.S. and no other country. <laughs> oh. And, uh, because people keep asking about Europe, and they're like, we're not, no. Mm, interesting. So I don't, I think it might only come to the U.S., but it's only coming to PC and Xbox One because... Mm. That's what it seems like right now. That game also runs on Switch. It runs on PS4. It runs on the Vita. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so maybe that will eventually happen, but why am I excited about a seven-year-old game? It's fucking amazing. Everyone should play the original Fantasy Star Online at some point in their life, and the second one is crazy. I will fucking play it again. I will start over. It will be a magical experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other game that I don't have here, but you may want to talk about, is Tales. Tales of the Abyss, yeah. The past few Tales of games have been, let's say, bad. Uh, the most recent one, Tales of Berseria, by all accounts, is alright. I have it over there. I Someday I will try to play it. But people say that it's the first good one since Vesperia, which was just remastered. Their engine that they've used for those games recently is awful. Like, mm-hmm. they just didn't update it forever because they kept putting those games out on PS3 and older consoles. It was bad. They have moved to Unreal 4, which is what almost every developer uses now. They are trying to, by all accounts, reinvent the series. And that's cool. I will not be fooled yet. It still could be awful. The combat looks sick. The game looks very good from the brief glimpse they showed of it. I hope it's good. Mm. It will come out next year, probably. More JRPGs the better for me, but I... Man, I really want it to be good. The more JRPGs, the better? Yeah. I have good news about uh, uh, one coming up here. That's different. (laughs) We can talk about that later. But, um... Yeah, so Microsoft, they showed a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, I mean... Something for everyone. They showed 60 games. I, if I'm being honest, I just wrote down what I was excited about. Yeah, the two, you hit everything I was excited about, except for PSO2. Mm -hmm. Tales will not fool me. I will not let it. Mm. They need to show me more of that fucking game before I can be thoroughly fooled. Right. And the next... Oh my god, Matt. The next one, I only wrote down two games. Fucking god. So the next one later in the night was Bethesda. Right. What the fuck? Right. What a bad press conference. Yeah. What a terrible press conference. I like I cannot stress enough how terrible I thought this was. It was basically like as if fans had been punching Bethesda repeatedly for the past year and they just were like cowering in a corner saying, like, please don't hit us. We love the gamers. And so you see all these dumbass interstitials about like people love bethesda games it changed my life i have a bethesda tattoo like okay yes that's cool i agree you know what game still fucking sucks fallout 76 man no it doesn't it got a cheer and almost a standing ovation all right (laughs) i i think that i think that the guy who yelled at keanu reeves perfectly genuine like that was just a genuine moment that was had keanu reese laughed he was so taken aback by it like that didn't bother me Mm. what the fuck was happening at bethesda like did you couldn't even hire a hype squad to get excited about fallout 76 yes you could they fucking talked about we got more servers in the elder scrolls online and these people were losing their goddamn minds more server space in the elder scrolls online that's what's getting you hyped dragons like i like a lot of weird shit not servers in the elder scrolls online not fucking dragons in anything mm. not the fucking the mobile game elder scrolls blades people were cheering for the commander keen mobile game and so specifically there was one guy mm. who was yelling the most right and then, like people have interviewed him and he's just apparently some bethesda super fan dog even if i was that big of a bethesda super fan 
no way would I cheer for this shit. Right. If I was a Bethesda super fan in that way, I would be even more upset about how shitty Fallout 76 right, is. Right. When their big reveal is, we're basically making it into a real Fallout game now, mm-hmm. please don't hit us. Like, okay. Like, you're still... I don't know. Like, it still sucked. Right. It, I mean, the one thing is, like, all the studios have plants or whatever you want to call it. I know, but this was absurd. Oh, yeah. Because, like, even, even Microsoft, they had plants... And for the most part, it was fine. Apparently, they tried to cheer for uh, Pops, Gears, Gears Pop. Gears Pop? No. No one's cheering for Gears Pop. Only the people in the front were cheering for that. But other than that, it really wasn't, like, that bad. This was just... It was fucking crazy. And, like, even Todd Howard going up there to talk about Fallout 76, like, he made the joke about, like... Hey, you guys gave us some feedback, and yeah, like we yeah. basically really fucked up. People cheered for that when yeah. it was, should have been like a genuine like, yeah, we like really fucked up. And but like Todd he must... talked about how like we should have had more betas. Mm-hmm. Like he admitted openly on stage, which I thought was good of him to do. Right. Of like we totally fucked this up, and like we totally did wrong by our fan base. Like, why are you cheering while this man is openly admitting that they totally fucked up for the last year? Like, he's trying to make a genuine apology. Like, that doesn't... That's not a cheer moment. Right. Like, I wasn't fucking cheering at my computer when Nintendo put out a video about how they had to delay Metroid Prime 4. Like, it's like a somber moment. Right. They're like, like, it just... I fucking... I can't grasp it. And, like... All right. I, like no. I, this fucking thing made me so mad. The whole the whole thing it drug on for way too long. Yeah, there were a couple genuinely cool moments. Um, I can never remember the name of the studio that made the Evil Within. Right, but the the head of their company the, that, that came woman, out, that lady, she was like super genuine. Yeah, she yeah. could like barely speak English, but she was trying so hard, and she didn't get the applause. She didn't get the applause <laughs> and cheering, and it's like, yo, dude, what the fuck? This lady deserves the cheering more than any other goddamn person who took this fucking stage, except for the people who are talking about Doom. Right. All right. Which that wasn't until at the end. <laughs> I know, and like their game looks cool. Yeah. I. I God, it's I, not for us. I can't remember the name of the game either. Uh, Tokyo. Tokyo. No, it's Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire Tokyo, okay? And it just looks like an action stealth mm-hmm. right. game thing. And, like, that that's cool. Right. That That is for a certain audience. They didn't show anything of the game, so, right. like, I... You know, I can't. I can't that get whatever. one. It will be a horror game, and I will. It will not be for me, right? Right. But they didn't even cheer for this lady in this game that looked genuinely cool and different. I get that Bethesda started having a press conference a couple years ago when they announced Fallout 4, right? Right. And it was because they hadn't announced it. They were announcing Fallout 4, which is a huge deal, huge game for a lot of people. Like not me, but it is for right. numerous people. Sells so many copies. And they were like, it's coming out in just a couple months. It was one of the first examples of, like, the shorter announcement to release window. Mm-hmm. That's great. Right. The year after, they had a little bit less. Like, it wasn't as exciting, but at least they had something to show. Mm-hmm. This year, if I was them, I never would have had this press conference. No, I mean... Never, ever, ever. Realistically, thinking about it, all they really needed to have was Doom, and they could have showed... They could they could show Doom at QuakeCon, well, no, which I- they will! I, what I'm thinking is they could have just taken a 20-minute section of Microsoft and had a little Bethesda section, and it would have been fine. Because, like, realistically, there was the Ghostwire game, the Arcane, Deathloop. They could have just showed a trailer. They could have Which, just... Which, Deathloop was just a fucking CES, yeah, a CG trailer. Like, And then they came out and But talked... they came out to talk about it, but, like, I still don't know what that game is. It, which, they, in fairness, they did say it's... 
another one of our types of games. Yeah. I... So, like, you, you have a pretty good idea. It's a first-person action game, like Prey and Dishonored. I mean, like... But Dishonored is like a... I don't know. Dishonored is... They're like stealth games. That game looked right. like a... Just, like, run-and-gun action-type shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. But... but... Uh, and then Wolfenstein, they could have just shown a trailer. And, and, like, we already knew what Wolfenstein was, too, right, right? right? And, like, we already knew what Doom was, too. I Doom looked sick, Doom, and, like, I'm glad they showed it, but... It was unnecessary. No one needs to be sold on that. Like, right. if you liked the last Doom game, they're doing that again, but mm-hmm. harder and better, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, that game would be on the show floor. It would be... They would go around to IGN right. and talk to Giant Bomb and talk to Game Informer and talk to GameSpot. Like, they would talk to all these things, and you would see the gameplay footage, right. and it, there's no need to have this in a press conference. Like... When one of the big things is like you got more servers in the Elder Scrolls Online, you're fucking putting out a Commander Keen mobile game. Like, who is that for? Uh, I, I like, I just I don't get it. To oh, like wait. apologize for Fallout seventy six, Skyrim Blades is on Switch. Yeah, fucking the mobile game Elder Scrolls Blades is coming to Switch. They showed like a tiny trailer for their dumbass card game. Right. I, don't I, have this. Just don't do it. As I said, they could have the four games that I mentioned. They could have just had had a twenty minute section at Microsoft, which Microsoft would have been a little longer, which not a big deal, and that would have been considerably better. And you could even have put Todd Howard on stage during Microsoft. I mean, but I guess you can't have your plants. <laughs> I don't know. It just, I, I, it just is absolutely baffling. Like, there was, was no reason. For, it was awful. It was the worst press conference. By a large margin, which, like, I think that Square had a bad press conference. I'm glad you said that. Cause, but like, for a, many different reasons. Some people are saying, like, they thought their Squares was better than that's Microsoft. For, that's for one reason. Well, one, yeah. And, like, I, I get that people are... Well, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. I, I get why people are excited, but, like, right. the rest of that, I have a lot. I can... Oh, my God. Yeah, I'll okay. go off about that, too, because okay. what the fuck? I, I have some... I don't understand that company anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand Square Enix. Right. Okay. Uh, the next one, the so, next so, press then, conference... Then Devolver. Devolver. I did watch this. They only announced four games. Uh, they showed... Yeah, they announced some. The only one I'm excited about is My Friend Pedro. Which is not something they necessarily announced. It just kind of showed some more. June twentieth, and it's coming it out, out in just less yeah. than a week. Uh, so it's like a weird, goofy, controlled shooter that's going to be on Switch and other stuff. It's shoot 'em up. Like my only concern is, I hope it's less like Katana Zero and like um, Super Hot, where like those are more. I consider them more like puzzle games. Uh, I yeah, I don't know what it's really going to be like. I, I'm hoping it's more action than like puzzles. That that. That's just kind of... It looks like that now, but mm-hmm. I, I have not seen, like, a gameplay walkthrough. Like, I've only seen trailers. I saw GameSpot play through a level, and okay. it does seem like it's more of an action. She's fine. Well, she is okay. going to get under the she, mic. She, yeah, okay. God, I hate cats. Ugh. She was fine on my lap. I know. She was going to get right up on the table. She, and she definitely did. Uh, so, Devolver, it was... It was... I, which, as Devolver does... I mean, it's a parody of right. the other press conferences, right? And, um, like, they showed another game called Fall Guys, 
which is uh, like a weird battle royale mm. thing. That looks oh yeah, super that bizarre. They the what the devolver the devolver bootleg. bootleg. So it's just like classic devolver games mm. that people love, but like shitty bootleg versions right. of them. So like you buy it on Steam, yes, and it basically opens up like fake devolver Steam right. bootleg versions of their games. It's really stupid. Right. And the other announcement they had was. Enter the Gungeon House of the Gun Dead, which is a oh, light gun but, arcade shooter. Yes. And it's it was literally like at first I thought it was a prank, but they it's coming to arcades, it is a light gun shooter, mm-hmm. you can buy that shit. And it's just enter the gungeon mm-hmm. enemies and you sh- you shoot them with a light gun. So yeah, Devolvers is weird. It's which like it's a, it's a, was it's a twenty minute thing. Yeah, they were like making fun of Nintendo Directs and all the mm-hmm. stuff. Um it was it was it was cool. Yeah, uh, the next one was the PC gaming show. Yeah, which they showed a lot, but like, I there was not a lot that I was like super super mm. into. They, I their big thing was leading up to them saying they were going to show Baldur's Gate three, mm. and then they had two guys come out and talk about Baldur's Gate three and showed no footage. Right, and right. I could not have possibly been more disappointed. I get that they're kind of early in development, so they don't have a lot to show. Um, they did the same thing, like Vampire the Masquerade, Bloodlines right. 2. Like, they showed, like, uh, 10 seconds of gameplay and had Kara Ellison and the mm. other guy come out and talk about it. But, like, I need to see, like, a fucking 35, 40 minute video about a an rpg that that's in depth yeah, yeah. so yeah there was not a lot man I, evil geniuses too have yeah. you ever played the original evil no, geniuses I, but... I own it on good old games mm-hmm. it's a fun game you uh so it's ten dollars on steam I yeah saw. E- evil genius um was like a it came out like the early to mid 2000s 2004 yeah and it was a pc game you basically build it's, it's like evil genius tycoon right you build a secret lair you send out your agents to go cause harm around the world and you don't want to get caught by mm-hmm. like the un or something yeah and now it's another one they're, yeah. they're making a sequel and that yeah. that's cool i liked i was a big fan of that announcement. it seemed like just kind of a dumb fun tone yeah it's it's dumb so that that was the the one thing that that was my big takeaway from the the pc gaming show so Oh my god, this podcast is going to be so long. But yeah, because we're just uh, moving into Ubisoft. Which, Ubisoft, I only have three games. Yeah. Uh, which, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Yes. Um, which, my big takeaway, which I didn't see anybody else talking about. They came out and said, like, we're going against the known NPC teammates, or whatever you want to call it. We're bringing those back, like the squad mates. Yes, because people complained because right. the squad mates were just going to be, like, drones. Right, but my big thing is, did they take them out? Or are they only going to spend the next three months making those? I I think that they were not in there, and then they're going to spend the next three months making Cause, those. Because like, those could be pretty rough if they do that uh-huh. in three months. Oh, I think that's what's happening. Okay. So, like, yeah. that's, so that was just my big thing, is they're going against that, and I kind of have to wonder, how bad are they going to be now? So, big takeaway here, Tom Barenthal, uh, I don't know, Frank Barenthal? I don't remember his first name, but oh, Bar- yeah. Barenthal, the guy that plays the Punisher, came out with the, his dog. With his dog. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so I thought, oh, there's a dog mm-hmm. in Breakpoint. No. No. That's his dog, mm-hmm. and he brings it places because it is a pit bull, and he is trying to break the pit bull stereotype. 
and that like they're just regular dogs like everybody else and it depends how they are that's dope that's just that's just mm-hmm. good stuff i mean they didn't explain that no. so that was weird i found that out through other means mm-hmm. good for him man mm-hmm. i like that yeah. he's the bad guy right. in the game <laughs> yeah and it, that sure is a fucking ghost recon yeah, yeah, yeah. wildlands mm-hmm. game the next one they didn't show much which was the gods and monsters yeah they ended with this mm-hmm. um uh-huh it looks like an action game about greek mythology uh well no it seems like it's it's made by the Assassin's Creed team, mm-hmm. and I guess it's going to be heavily, heavily influenced by Breath of the Wild. They're making a Breath of the Wild clone. So is someone else. Uh, okay, that I did not see that. That's yeah. sure. And apparently, that's the way it plays, and that's why they went with that art style. I don't know that I care about that game anymore. Mm. I definitely thought it was just going to be like a weird third-person action game where you like fight god stuff mm-hmm. so i don't know yeah that's so that, weird so that's what that's going to be and then the, oh the big god. one is the watch dogs legion okay i fucking i want this game so mm-hmm. so badly i i don't get it man mm-hmm. i watch dogs is such a cool franchise because they like try cool new shit in right. each one there is no main character you play as basically anyone in the world and you mm-hmm. like recruit them and they all have their own origin story and they can die permanently. Right. And they all have their own skill sets. They recorded so much dialogue and one of the ways they got around like they like pitched it up and down. Yeah. I, so it sounds like different people and they had them record a bunch of variations of lines so mm-hmm. they can like procedurally put those in. Right. That's so sick. One, it's it's so sick and two, it's going to lead to some phenomenal bugs. It's going to be insane. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> it is, it, it looks like Watch Dogs. One of the rumors that came out when everything about the game leaked was that there were no guns, just mm-hmm. like how it's illegal to have guns in the UK. That part was not true. Right. There are guns, and it is the same dumbass concept as Watch Dogs 2, where we have a 3D printer, we can 3D print guns. Mm-hmm. It's fucking dumb. Yeah. Um, And normally Ubisoft tries to say, hey, our very political game is not political. They straight up talked about Brexit right. at the beginning of this presentation in a way that they were like, trying to be like this is a possible future and i was like oh god (laughs) Uh, you think that the world is gonna go to shit immediately Mm -hmm. um this game looks so cool i I, like it is that same third person shooter type thing but you can recruit anybody and like the concept of that is so cool like they are a legion of people and you can get the people to be on your team like the fucking old ladies that are way into hacking and like it will, you'll eventually like see the seams of it if you play it enough. And from the sounds, there's gonna be twenty different archetypes. Yeah, so there's like there's a bunch of different archetypes, and then they recorded a bunch of different voice lines for all those things. And but then, like eventually, you would see the seams of that. Right, and also it's by the sounds like every time you recruit, then you can pick one of three like skills. Like one's gonna be the brawler, one's gonna be hacker. And then there's going to be, like, another one. I could see us two going probably the more brawler, which yeah. would be the more guns. So one thing I think... Because, like, personally, I kind of want to just have, like, a granny army. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So almost all the information about this game leaked. And it mm. seemed fake 
Right. Like, when they said there's no main character and you can be anyone, people were like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's what it actually is. So I was bummed out at first when I was like, oh, man, all those leaks were just what this game is. And then they showed it in action. Mm -hmm. And I got, like, I was immediately sold on it. Like, they did a killer job. Right. And that's another one where I thought it was bizarre that they opened with it. Because it was like, I don't know, like that was their big showpiece. And I personally was very excited to play this game in the fall. And then when they were like, oh no, like March 2020, I right. was like, no, no. Yeah, but March and April next year? Yeah, yeah I know. March and April be... are going to have a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. But I was so bummed because they always put that kind of stuff out in the fall. Right. Uh, but I think they didn't want it to compete with uh, Breakpoint. Also, because, because I think people got so into Wildlands that it like they were like, oh, well, this will sell a shitload. And it's kind of overlapping mm-hmm. audiences, so they didn't want to do that. Also, I just want to briefly mention, they didn't talk about Skull and Bones at all. Like, what no, happened to that No, their game? weird esports boat battle game. Yeah. Well, no, there is going to be a single-player campaign. But it, their whole focus was You're like, right. multiplayer esports. Yeah, you like, like boats <laughs> and esports? And I was like, meh. Uh, so, like, I I don't no think idea. that game's going to come out anymore. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, I didn't think that game should have been announced when they announced it. Mm-hmm. But... That game's just gonna disappear, and they're never gonna it's talk about it gonna again. It's gonna disappear, yeah. Uh, they're also never gonna talk about Beyond uh, Good and Evil 2 again. Yes, they will. Oh. I don't think... Th- I That game, when they re-announced it, I thought it seemed like a magical fantasy land, and then they didn't talk about it after that, and I was like, mm. I think that game was just really early in development. I think it was very early, but I also think that they don't know what to make it. Mm. So I like as excited as I am for Beyond Good and Evil Two to finally see what it actually is. Mm. It was weird they didn't talk about it. Right. Oh, there was that garbage show uh, about the video game development studio that the guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is we making. Don't, we don't need to talk. about We have that. to talk about it. That, that looked uh, not great. I will probably watch it to see what happens. But it's on Apple TV. I have an Apple TV. Oh, you do? I do. Oh, okay. That I have access to, so I could. I, don't, I mean, I could also get it with various other means. Yeah, I could just download yeah. it on iTunes, I think. Uh, yeah. why? I don't know why they showed that. I mean, Ubisoft has like a weird film thing going on. Also, it's another case where they're definitely gearing up for the next generation, so I don't think they wanted to show too much. Which, next year, it's going to be crazy. They're going to have uh, uh, both Watch Dogs and uh, Assassin's Creed. I think they're going to pull the same thing with Assassin's Creed and have it be in March of the year after. No, it'll be a that'll be a launch title for Oh, a launch title, you're right. For cuz it'll just be like uh Assassin's Creed 4. Oh, Black Flag was so fucking good. And that was a launch title, right? It was. It's so good. Um they announced their subscription service, which we yes. talked a little bit about, Ubisoft Plus. Which it's just for Why the PC. the fuck is everyone naming things whatever the name of it is Plus? Mm-hmm. It's driving me insane. I'm disappointed it's just PC, though. Uh, it is just PC, and it is $15, 15 a month for just Ubisoft games, which, like, I wouldn't pay for that. There's over 100, I think. Yeah, but, like... A lot of them are older. Which you can play Beyond Good and Evil, the first one. But I can already do that. Mm -hmm. I could buy it for, like, $4 on the GameCube and play it that way. I... Yeah, it's Like, they're all open-world games, so, like... You'll get your money's worth out of it, I guess, if you're way into all of the open-world games. Yeah, like, that's just not as exciting to me. I mean, well, like... 
none of it will be after Game Pass. Like, mm-hmm. Game Pass is, like, too good of a deal. Like, it seems, right. like, too good to be real. And then all these other things are like, well, we're getting a subscription service. And Square was like, well, we're considering a subscription service. And it's like, mm. The one big difference is it does seem like they are going to have new games on it. And it's going to have all the DLC. Where Game Pass is... Game Pass, you have to buy the DLC. Oh, right. Yeah. So, I... I so... Yeah. All right. And so, so that's, then, that's Ubisoft. Yeah. Then the kind of funny game showcase. Which they showed like 63 games in an hour. Uh-huh. So I remember nothing. Yeah. Um, I remember Skatebird. That's all I remember. Skatebird, I knew about before that yeah, press exactly, conference. I so. fucking love Skatebird. It's mm-hmm. a bird on a skateboard. It's just Tony Hawk. The game needs to come out. The de- mm-hmm. There's a demo that's happening. Right. You ever want you to get the demo of Skatebird? It looks cool. Yeah, oh, it's so... so. It, it, I, if anybody's wondering, it, it's like a diorama where like it's all like on a table and it's like a little bird riding a skateboard yeah someone made sick half pipes for this bird and you can like grind on pencils yeah but it looks just a little too slow i i'd want the gameplay to be a little faster that's Mm. my only yeah so have you played it or no uh i did not i downloaded the demo but and you never got around to playing it no i did did they show Psychonauts? I don't even remember. No, they did not. They Which I thought was weird because they had Tim Schafer on yes. in the beginning, but they did not show Which, any any Double Fine game. Which Greg Miller really went off on. Uh... He did. Uh, so for those that don't know, Kind of Funny Games is a... Uh, their video game personalities. Greg Miller he used to work for IGN. He's super enthusiastic about yeah. video games. Um, he just wanted to give indies some love. Uh, I, man, my one hope for this was that Derek Yu was going to show either Spelunky 2 or UFO 50. Mm-hmm. And so at, when it became very clear to me that that was not going to happen, I I don't know. And, like, I, I follow a lot of indie games. Right. Um, and a lot of them were not shown at this thing. Actually, there was one where he specifically said, we put these games in here because no one has ever seen or heard of them before. I had mm-hmm. Half Past Fate, which is a game about like a bunch of different couples like meeting and falling in love or whatever. I have a note document mm-hmm. on my phone of like it's becoming out of hand, like 80 indie games now or something. That's one of them. Mm. And I saw it and was like, I got you, Greg. Because he said, no one's ever heard of these games at the mm-hmm. end. And I was like, I got you. I had. <laughs> oh, one out of the si- like the 60 games? Yeah, it no, just... no, it was, that was specifically right. that part. Yeah, they were yeah, like, yeah. these are world exclusive. No one's ever, they've been revealed. I was like, dude, I've followed this dude's website for like a year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just, I don't mind it. It's just one of those things where like, with everything going on this week... Yeah, and it's just there's it's like just a, it, it rapid fire yeah. shows the stuff too, um, and some of them aren't even like shown. It's just them like talking over a small bit of gameplay. Right. It's like this is what this game is, and you see like a three second clip. Mm-hmm. It is cool. Like I mean, I I like indie games, and I remember yeah. during it being very interested. I just there was nothing. Obviously, Skatebird is lit, right? Uh, and Half Past Fate, I've been excited for for a while, but it just. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I follow a lot of indie games, right, so right. It's, it's hard for me to be like, I need more indie games to follow now. Sorry, I'm mentally preparing for what's coming up next. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Just because, like, Fuck do you want to wrap first, or can I? Oh, I will. You can go first. All right. Square Enix. I don't understand why people are so excited about this, because, like, 
from an outspire's perspective that doesn't really know a lot about JRPGs, the first 50 minutes was just them announcing remakes. Also, like, saying, like, hey, we have a couple ports going to PC, and then reminding you that uh, Life is Strange exists, and that was the first 50 minutes. I understand Final Fantasy VII is a big deal, but it is just a remake. That game looks incredible. It looks good. Like, that is where, that is the only part of that press conference mm -hmm. that I think deserved to be there. And they needed to swap that in Avengers. They needed Mm -hmm. to fucking close with that Final Fantasy thing because, like, that is how you do a walkthrough of a game that people are excited for. Like, Mm -hmm. and then fucking be like, oh, well, we'll show Tifa later. And then show the fucking sickest trailer I've ever goddamn seen. That was awkward, though, because the guy was like, hey, when are you going to show Tifa gameplay? And the guy, it made it seem like he wasn't wasn't prepared for the question. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, I'll, I'll show that soon. Yeah. So I didn't think they were going to show, like, Tifa. All right, all. I did boo when Tetsuya Nomura was called up on stage because I am not a fan of <laughs> a lot of stuff that he does. I mean, he was, the like, the main director guy on the original, so, like, of course he's coming back mm-hmm. and, like... I, I don't know. Nomura, I, I have very complex feelings about Tetsuya Nomura, but I that, that game looks fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Like, I originally was on the fence, and I was like, oh, this is just going to make a lot of Final Fantasy VII fans mad. Right. And it looked like a straight action game. They proved me wrong. Right. Uh, it is where it is. It has the original ATB system of the first game, and it is somewhere in between action and turn-based yeah so it is basically perfectly combining the combat of final fantasy 13 and final fantasy 15 like Mm -hmm. 13 it has the stagger bar from that and all that weird stuff the thing that i don't know about it is that boss took them a long time to kill see game informer they were talking about exactly that saying like man that seemed like it took a long time but i guess they because they actually got to fight that boss and they said it doesn't when you're actually doing it. It doesn't feel that bad, and it actually is. Very I mean, I, I mean that every JRPG boss like, I but, don't know. They used to take like 25 minutes. You know what I mean? But you don't feel that when you're playing right, it. But yeah, watching yeah. a thing like that, yeah. it's like this looks like a bullet spongy yeah. thing. Like it's fucking taking a lot of hits. Um, I, I, I don't know. Like it looks really cool. Right. I'm very very nervous because, they, oh my god, they showed ghosts attacking Eris in the beginning that doesn't happen and like i get that they're changing it right that looks to me like the three bad guys from the movie final fantasy 7 advent children and that is the thing i want the least is for them to add in all of that retconned bullshit, which they already said they're going to do. Right. But I just, I don't want to see it, Matt. I don't want to see anything from think... Final Fantasy Dirge of Cerberus. I don't want to see anything from Crisis Core. I don't want to see anything from Advent Children, and they're going to fucking put it all in there. If you're taking one game and expanding it out to potentially three, you're going to have to add stuff. They don't, though. That's what I think is crazy. Is like People always say that they're going to have to add stuff. They don't. The original Final Fantasy VII is so fucking long and so filled with content. By modern game standards, you could easily split that into three or four games. Realistically. So, like, that's where people were trying to say this is going to be two games. And then they said, well, the first game is just Midgar. That's, like, the first fourth of the game. Like, 
Yo, dog, buckle up, because this is going to be, like, four games if that's the case, because it is not that much. Right. And, like, they definitely showed, like, Sephiroth, and he doesn't appear that early in the way he appeared. So, like, obviously they have to change it and change some of the narrative. Right. But that gameplay has assuaged some of my fears. That is the only part of that conference that was any good to me. I, for me personally, I thought the... Outriders looked interesting, but that's just because I, I don't mean, even remember what the fuck that, that was. That was the one by People Can Fly, the okay. Bullet Storm, and yeah. uh, uh, Gears Judgment. I kind of like Gears Judgment and Bullet Storm. Like uh, Bullet Storm is cool. They uh, didn't show much, but I mean, it, it looked like third person sci fi shooter, uh, which is very much up my alley. So like, but like that that's not something for you. The part before that though was rough. I don't fucking get like I don't understand this company. They had two concerts right before E3. One right. was for Kingdom Hearts three. At the end of it, they showed a trailer for the DLC. Okay, right. that wasn't voiced even in Japanese. They had text yeah. on the screen, and it doesn't really show a whole lot. They told people not to record it because obviously they were going to show it at E3, but usually what they do with those concerts is they give you like a smaller version of the trailer that they then show, and then people released it on like phone footage, and they're like, oh, fuck it, just release it. They showed the exact same motherfucking trailer in their press conference with no extension for that Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC. So like, I already saw that. You don't give me any information other than that it's coming this winter. Like, is there anything more to it other than that you can play as Roxas and Aqua? I don't fucking know. It doesn't look like it's anything that substantial, right? Mm. The Final Fantasy VII one was a very small chunk of that trailer. And when they showed that trailer in the actual thing, it was three times as long and way cooler. Right. So, like, what the fuck are you doing? Why was the world's longest Dragon Quest Builders 2 trailer in that? Oh, yeah. That game came out in Japan last December. Mm-hmm. fucking who was looking for a trailer that gives you that much information about that game you could fucking go watch a full playthrough on YouTube right now Well, as what? I, and as I said life is strange yeah like hey this game still does exist and yeah. like I actually thought that looked cool like I like I want to play that game eventually I, but the, it's the never going to come out it's never going to finish the thing is like if you look at the reviews the way they're making it seem and oh, like yeah. you and read the, the people, reviews like you're just and, and like then they show fucking Dragon Quest Eleven S Definitive Edition again. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, man, I played this game. I right. played Dragon Quest Eleven for like eighty-eight hours. Right. I loved it. You announced this game again. You said it's gonna have Japanese voice acting because the original version didn't, and it has the like two D version from the three DS game that didn't come out here. Right. You already told me this. Right. I don't need this fucking trailer again. It was like last year mm-hmm. when they showed Dragon Quest Eleven when it had been out in Japan for six months. Right. Like, who, is, who the fuck is that for? Who is it for? And they keep showing all of these JRPG things that already exist and were already announced yeah. with trailers that have already been aired. Right. What the fuck are you doing? Like, what? Who? who is it for? Yeah, because like they had that one... For the PC port that just re- came out a couple days yeah, ago. Okay, and, and, yeah, and they... Um, what was that said? Uh, Octopath Traveler. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, which They're was... like, hey, remember That was game? the worst kept secret of all time. Well, not That a... leaked fucking six, seven months ago. Right. Because a Korean ratings board, like, put that out there. Like, I thought that had already come out. It did. That's how crazy... No, I... I oh, you're saying at that time. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And so, like, they, they announced a... Remaster of Final Fantasy VIII so the oppressed mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VIII fans can finally have a mediocre remaster of the game they cherish. I guess the rumors are that they lost the source code. 
They, I think it's the exact same game. You can compare it. Like, mm-hmm. they just up the models. It's the I, exact same game. I'm just saying, they like, did that... Lo- they did lose a lot of source code, which I'll talk about that. Okay, in, I was just saying, like, that's the rumors of why they haven't been releasing it, is they lost the source code. But they I, kept 9 and 7? They lost, I don't know. They, they kept the source code for 6. I, I, I don't know. It just... it. It is, it, like, you look at the side-by-sides, mm-hmm. they look exactly the yeah, same, it, except it, it, Squall looks less heinously ugly than a mm-hmm. PS1 model. Like, they slightly up the textures yeah, on their faces. Yeah, they did, like, the bare Like, it minimum. is the most fucking bare minimum-ass thing. And it was already re-released in that state on, the, on fucking Steam. So, like, put, right, right. Uh, whatever. Final Fantasy VIII fans, finally, g- g- Retribution. They can play the game again. Gary. <laughs> so, like... Why was any of it there? They talked about their weird streaming thing, their SDK, Orion or whatever, that you can put in games to make it stream 20% faster with 20% less bandwidth. Or was that Ubisoft? That was Bethesda. Damn. Because they showed Doom. Okay, that was. You're right. They played it on the phone. I was going to say, when did they announce this? I'm fucking (laughs) conflating all of this together. Uh... That was the other bad press conference. That was conference. the other bad press conference. Whatever. <laughs> they showed a bunch of garbage-ass trailers that people have already seen. Yes. And then, to fucking put the cap on it, Matt. That... To put the goddamn cap on this, they said, we're finally gonna show. Sorry I'm yelling so much. Crystal Dynamics, Avengers game. Okay? This game that had been announced years ago. That people were so excited for. That is like, this. oh, we can't show it because it's going to be so fucking cool. And we're finally going to show it. This game looks like shit. I will say it. The Avengers game looks like shit. Can I just... Oh my god. What do you have about the Avengers game? It looks... Oh, this is the game that I said, can I unwatch the trailer? It does not look good. It looks so shitty. They, oh my, it's just so confusing because like they show this single player stuff, they get on stage, they start talking about multiplayer. Oh god! And then the weirdest part, they showed the trailer, and then on the screen they had the symbols, <laughs> and then they're like announcing, "We have Hulk," which we can see the symbol, and then everyone just starts like applauding, like it's the first time they're seeing this stuff. That's what I don't. It was so get. asinine. Oh that's, my god! That's what I do not get, man. Is like. <laughs> Do you honestly think that in 2019, you need to introduce Captain America, Thor, the five main Avengers from the fucking MCU? Who the fuck is that for? Oh, yeah, it was just so... It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. If they started with that one thing, but they waited until, like... That's why I'm saying the Final Fantasy VII presentation was awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, they walked it through. They gave you all the information that people had been asking for and wanted to know and needed to see for that game. No, I'm saying they could have announced that we have these five characters at the beginning of the Marvel. Oh, okay. But they started... They, like, played the trailer. We watched that... uh, uh, the voice actor thing. That, okay. Let's, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Alright, hang on. Because let me go on. <laughs> fucking, they announced, we got the five voice actors, oh right? Oh my god. Fucking Troy Baker, Nolan North, and Laura Bailey. Three of the most prolific voice actors that are in every motherfucking video game. Right. And you actually go through and interview them. Nolan North, no shit. You go and fucking watch this and he's like talking about Iron Man. He's like, yeah, I think that like Iron Man is like a mask for Tony Stark. Like, And it was like, yeah, literally it is. That's what his fucking character is. Like, we don't need your hot yeah. take on Iron Man, Nolan North. And then, okay, 
So, like, that's crazy. And you announce these things, and, like, people who play video games know who those voice actors are, because right. they're in literally every single fucking video game that exists. Yeah, in that trailer, I was like, that's Nathan Drake. Uh-huh. I was... And so, oh, one no. of the things that I think is really weird, and, like, I get that you have to... They didn't get the likenesses for Chris no. Evans and Chris Hemsworth and Which, I mean, they Robert get, Downey Jr. They didn't get for Spider-Man either. Okay, but... Spider-Man was great. Yeah. And, like, looking at that, it was trying to be a different thing. It wasn't trying to be the oh, Spider-Man yeah. from Homecoming. This is trying to be the MCU. Like, it's exactly mm. what it is. Which makes it seem like a porn parody. Where it's like, <laughs> hey, man, it's me, Robert Downey Jr. And, yeah. like, I, like, I, it just looks like a weird, cheap imitation of that. And so they've gotten railed on that for, like, you're basically making this an MCU thing, except they don't really look like the MCU, so it's creating this bizarre uncanny valley. And the I saw something from the lead director today being like, well, we're not going to change it. It was like, well, I, I didn't expect you to, but, like, what the fuck? Well, what the fuck? My biggest thing is, like, they didn't show any gameplay there, but, like, people have seen gameplay, and <laughs> somehow the gameplay looks worse. Okay. But, like, so, here is my big concern. Uh -huh. Like, I guess it's going to be all single player where you're bouncing around from different characters and they're going to have all these different things. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, like, Black Widow is going to be, like, a shooting section and stuff. The problem when you do things like that is you're going to have the exact problem Nino Kuni 2 had. Where you have so many different systems that you really can't perfect any of them. And you have to really simplify all of them. So I think that's what this game is going to end up being. is just a series of very simplified systems. Uh, what okay. you have described as a jack of all trades, a master, master of none. Master of none. Like, that's that, what that's game... exactly what it is. Yes. And what I think is insane is the gameplay people have played is like, yeah, they have like three abilities. And I'm mm. like, oh, you mean just like Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, the game that comes out in July that has right. fucking like 70 characters in it? Mm -hmm. And you guys are over here working for five years and you fucking get five characters in there with Ant-Man as DLC later? Hank mm. Pym. <laughs> Hank Pym, which not is not he's Ant. It was Ant Man. Yeah, he was Ant Man. It's just it. They're going for the MCU, and then they do Hank. Uh, Pym. Look, I I don't know what the fuck's going on, <laughs> Matt. I don't know anything about this goddamn game. Like, there's it just it doesn't. What the fuck is happening? Mm -hmm. Like, this is the thing you held back. Yeah. This thing that looks like it will be a by all accounts like at best an average third person action game. At best, know. absolute best, I think. Like, I went from being, like, interested in this game to having, like, negative opinions immediately yeah. during this thing. Like, this game look looks not good. Yeah, I was just watching it going, like... I, I I believe in Crystal Dynamics. I believe in oh. Crystal Dynamics. <laughs> and then I see the gameplay, or the trailer, and you're just like, oh no. I've just sat through, like, an hour of jrpg remakes to watch this and what i what i am the biggest fan of about the whole thing is captain america dies in the beginning yeah. and then they're like you guys excited to play as captain america <laughs> like oh my fucking god i just I, dude Oh, this this is like I, my brain almost exploded during that thing right like i 
This is why, for me, Square Enix was the most disappointing and worst of the... Like, Beth- Bethesda at least Bethesda's had Doom. Is, Bethesda it was terrible. Though. It had Doom. This had, for me, Outriders. Dude, Final Fantasy VII looks... It, but that's not for me. It's not, that's but not it looks so good. Yeah. And, like, I, I'm shocked that they're doing right by that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's they, where all their money's going. Well, you know what? Crystal Dynamics had to be doing something for five years, yeah. and it looks like maybe a lot of internal arguing slash arguing with Marvel, because it seems like any game that people have to deal with Marvel in can we becomes just, an absolute shit show. Can we just agree that Insomniac's the only one allowed to make Marvel games? Yeah. Because uh, that game ruled. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Sp- Spider-Man was so good. <laughs> yeah. Like... I don't get how, like, Spider-Man really... Like, what do you think happened at the Crystal Dynamics team? Like, they I, were working on this game, and then they someone brought in Spider-Man, and they're like, do you guys see this? And they're like, oh my god. Our game is terrible. Like, what are we gonna do? I, I think they just went way too ambitious. They... You go with a single character and you just try to make a game out of that single character. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what all the good superhero games have been. Right. Like, that's Well, other what... than Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Ultimate Alliance is a completely different thing. Though. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Diablo, yeah, but yeah. with Marvel characters. Right, like, right. I'm not under any illusion that that's, like, some super nuanced, amazing thing. Like, right, they have, right. like, 60 characters in it that have two to three abilities yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just an art weird top-down rpg right like it's nowhere near the mm-hmm. scale oh, that this game is at right except for the part where it's at the same scale it looks like yeah but like arkham asylum you're just batman spider-man you're just spider-man i'll even go so far as to saying hulk's ultimate destruction world tour on the gamecube just the hulk which fyi apparently the hulk plays the best out of all of them in this game I like. I actually can't get out all my feelings because what the actual fuck? You know what? Let's just call it short and end on a happy note because we have happiness at the end of the tunnel. Nintendo. Nintendo. I love Nintendo. <laughs> I always love Nintendo, and people used to. People used to be like, well, of course you would like Nintendo the best because you grew up with Nintendo. And you're a massive baby. And I'm a massive baby. But you know what? Nintendo knows what people want. Mm-hmm. And they give them what they want. Right. And they put they they have perfected their formula with their direct. Mm-hmm. Like maybe next year Bethesda can get together with Nintendo and Square can get together with Nintendo and they can teach cool. them about how to properly structure mm-hmm. a thing with like highs and lows, where you put the remakes in, what you put at the end for people to really give a shit about. If you have to delay something, maybe you do it in a cool, fun way that's good. Who, what did Bethesda start with? Was it Fallout 76? Yes. Which, by the way, we did not talk about... Uh, oh, the Battle Royale! The Battle Royale! <laughs> yeah, there's a Battle Royale in Fallout 76. Because that's what the game needed. That is. That that was the only thing wrong with it, was that it didn't have a Battle Royale, actually. But oh. now it will have it, so it's perf- It's a perfect video game now. Which, that, I mean, like, let's stick with Nintendo, but all I'm going to say is, that has to be one of the worst online shooters out there right just like oh, i'm yeah. saying like in terms of like actual shooting, shooting? Gameplay, yeah yes, it'll yes. Be fucking awful so like right. oh sure 
turn that into a competitive thing. That'll be fun for everyone. So like what I what I liked but, about Nintendo, like they they just they did such a good job. Okay, like how about the cats don't fight? They came out and they said like there were a couple points where like they had someone come out and didn't actually like show anything or say anything mm-hmm. like Pokemon. They were like, "Hey, you know mm-hmm. what's a video game?" Pokemon, which they still just, coming out. They, they had just done a Nintendo Direct, yes, right? Yes. But like, so they're just like they're out there saying like, "Hey, you love Pokemon? It's coming out in the fall. Right? Get hype. It's playable on the show floor. You got everyone's new favorite character, Luigi, in oh, Luigi's gonna, Mansion Three. I'm gonna talk about Luigi's Mansion. Luigi. Yes. They got out on stage and well, not a stage. It was a video, but right. they said Luigi mm-hmm. and. Not enough people are talking about Gooigi, I think. My favorite part of that trailer was when they were showing the multiplayer, and then they all made that Luigi sound, like, at the same time. He was like, oh, that's horrifying. That was that was magical. He's just, like, weird soulless Luigi made of goo. Right. And that's great. Luigi's Mansion 3 looks great. If that game does not come out... Right around Halloween, I will be very disappointed. I, I think should, it will. I should be playing that game on Halloween night. So they said it look they they said it's coming out this year, twenty nineteen, right? and it looks pretty done. Yeah, and like people played the demo, it sounds sick. Like I already like Luigi's Mansion, and right. I even I like Dark Moon on the three DS. Mm. Like they're good. Yeah. Luigi's Mansion is good. Luigi's Mansion has been done wrong all these years, where people didn't believe. That it was as good as it was. And now mm. we're getting to the point where they made the second one. People bought it way more than Nintendo thought on mm. the 3DS. And now they remade the original. Right. Well, remastered it and put it on 3DS. And now we're at the third game. And you know what? I love Luigi. And now it's in a spooky hotel. Mm-hmm. And just, you can beat the fuck out of the ghosts. You like, mm-hmm. oh my god. Everything about this game, I love it. I was looking at the developer. It's not a Nintendo developer, which is weird. Uh, I think it's the same people that made two. It is, but it, it but they're like a they're yeah, like, they're they're a, not a, owned by which Nintendo. They've made some like weird games. They they made during the Wii era. They made a, like a lot of like bad Wii ports. Uh huh. So like they made a Ghost Recon for the Wii. Oh, that's weird. They also are the studio that made. Um, the Strikers, Mario Strikers. Okay, well, that was sick. And their first game was NHL Hits for Midway. Yes! I was just like, what, oh, a, what a weird studio. What a good trajectory, man. <laughs> Holy fuck. So I they went love from, Hits. They went from NHL Hits to Mario Strikers, which all of a sudden you're like, so that I, makes I a get lot it. of sense. That's, that makes a lot of sense. I like <laughs> and, that. And then they went into like making weird Wii ports. Okay, well, that you and, know, I feel bad for that portion yeah. of them. But the Luigi's Mansion 2 was And then they good. made Luigi's yeah. Mansion 2, and now they're making this. They're so. making this. And this game, it looks so cool. Yeah. And you like... It just, it looks like Luigi's Mansion, but blown out in the same way that I loved about Super Mario Maker 2, the way mm-hmm. they did that. Like, it just looks like better Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, yeah. They were like, you like this first one. We're adding a few new mechanics that seem pretty mm-hmm. cool. We're adding Gooigi. <laughs> and <laughs> also the multiplayer seems interesting. So there was some multiplayer stuff in the... Treehouse. In, in 2. Right. Oh, okay. Um, but this is like a much more blown out version of what that was. Because yeah. I watched the whole Treehouse. Oh, I did not watch the Treehouse for Luigi's Mansion. I I had to go somewhere that afternoon, mm-hmm. I remember. I, went, I don't know. So yeah, that was like a half hour of watching just them do the multiplayer. And apparently when you play eight, four people are Luigi. <laughs> 
Very exciting. Yes, I, yes. Yeah. yeah. So Luigi's Mansion Two, awesome. Mm-hmm. They showed another trailer for Ultimate Alliance Three. Yes. Um, which that's coming out very soon. It is. I will buy the season pass because yeah. they said that there will be X Men in there. The one thing I'm kind of wondering is, you and I plan on playing together. Mm-hmm. We're definitely going to be playing separately. Mm-hmm. How is that going to work for like saves and stuff? I do not know the answer to that. Like, will you have to just, like, leave your Switch behind, and then, like, you won't be able to leave up, level up your characters? That might be true, but I mean, it's whatever. Or if we can play together, but you, we would just have to, like, sit on my couch and we're both playing handheld, and then we can both level up our characters together. I would do that as well. I'm just kind of wondering how I, that's Yeah, I, I don't know how that would work. Yeah, that is an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the last trailer they put out before this was showing the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously I got very excited as a large X-Men fan and they like teased that Magneto would be a playable character like that he would turn mm-hmm. from a boss I believe he is the X-Men DLC character also it was the voice actor the voice actor was uh, what's his name uh, actual Magneto in the X-Men movies Ian McKellen yeah wait really I'm almost positive it, or they got he, he no he is a very good sound alike in the animated stuff okay then like I then uh, they got like an amazing oh, no, he sounds sound very alike. good so like did you hear Miles Morales talk yes he sounds exactly like the dude in Spider-Verse yeah and it might actually be that mm. guy because they haven't released the credits right uh <clears throat> Yeah, I, I don't know. I was sold on that game before. Yeah, this yeah. was just a trailer being like, yo, there's going to be DLC, my man. And I was like, I was already there. Right, right. You didn't even have to show me this. Yeah, like uh, I just wrote, it, I saw gameplay. It looks good. I didn't really need much. Link's Awakening mm-hmm. coming out in September. I love Link's <coughs> Awakening on Game Boy. This, the art style is so good. Mm-hmm. Everything is good, except for the part where everyone who's played it said the frame rate is not good. Oh. Uh, so apparently inside, it's really good. Yes. Uh, but outside, it's like... Yes. But that is, to be fair, that is the last thing usually that gets fixed uh, when games are being optimized. Also, like, I, I'm kind of wondering if it's like in the, like, the woodsy area where yeah, there is the that... grass and stuff. Well, no, I'm thinking because like there's that... Like there's like a... I don't exact fog. Fog. There I guess. is. Yeah, it's like on the, the. So I'm wondering if that's where like the frame rate gets really uh, bad. They were saying specifically it's just outside with all the grass, like it's waving around and mm. stuff. Um. So I also like the ocean. I guess is yeah. Is, like I, is like. I have faith that Nintendo will fix that, but people seem uh, to be like. Remember Breath ooh. of the Wild. Breath of the Wild was rough in some places, but I even the Wii U version was even worse. But it was though. not like a two D game like that. Like I right, think they right. can easily change this, um, and it's not being released for a while. So I think that well, they will. three months. That's true. And Nintendo usually does not show demos with mm-hmm. frame rate issues. Uh, they specifically handpick parts that are not like that. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm a little worried. One uh, change I heard was now before, like you could, if you move diagonally, your character just kind of like moves sideways. Mm-hmm. I guess they actually added side like animations for moving diagonally. They did. Um, I watched <coughs> someone play. You mm-hmm. can still steal from the shop, right? Uh, which is great. And then they make you feel like a terrible person. And they're like, are you happy with yourself? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, actually, yeah, mm-hmm. I am. I stole from you. Great. Uh, it looks like that game. Right. And I fucking love that game. I can't wait for people who never experienced it before to experience how fucking weird it was mm-hmm. for the time. Uh, it's, it's so cool. And I it's coming out in September. Right. Um, so that's very exciting. Uh, I I just wrote down ukulele and the impossible layer here because mm-hmm. they actually had like a 
treehouse. Yeah, they showed it at the Nintendo treehouse, not during the direct. Right, but uh, so I just like it was like twenty five minutes of that basically looks like Donkey Kong Country. Uh huh. You can roll through enemies, which I'm very excited about because oh, that is something that is they can a do. Donkey Kong Country. Yes, jam. Yeah. I, for you, I want that game to be good. I it, want it to be so good. They were collecting things, but it didn't seem like over-the-line collecting like ukulele was. It looks like the right amount of collecting, kind of like with Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. Because like, Donkey Kong Country is not no, really... you collect Kong and the bananas, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. really it. But Well, and then in the, you collect those coins... In the second one, in the third one. Oh, that's true. The DK coins, yeah, yeah. So. Um, God, they had so much stuff that I give a fuck about. Uh, Astral Chain. Astral Chain. They didn't even need to show that trailer. Fucking Platinum, doing it big. They had to show that, because obviously they weren't going to show Bayonetta 3 after the director quit, and that game seems like it is in utter turmoil. But Astral Chain, and that trailer was weird and anime as fuck. I am down. Uh, they showed... The Secret of Mana Collection. Oh, yeah, yeah. No one understood why this was as big a deal. I started losing my mind. The third game in the Secret of Mana series, Seiken Densetsu 3, uh, is ne- was never translated into English. As a kid, I played fan-translated ROMs of that game, mm-hmm. and now it's for real. I can pay money for that game, and then they announce that they're fucking remaking that game, and I, oh, it just, the Secret of Mana Collection, is you can play the first three games mm-hmm. on your fucking Switch, that game is in English legally for the first time, so cool, um, uh, they announced, no more Heroes 3, Matt, mm-hmm. fucking, they, when they announced that last stupid minigame collection, Suda was like, I'm making this dumbass minigame collection, I was like, we all know that everyone wants No More Heroes 3, right. and it looks so cool, he transforms, he says Henshin, as any good Japanese transformation should, he is still an assassin, he fights a bunch of people, there's aliens, very cool, Right. very exciting, um... For some reason, they showed those people playing Resident Evil inside a haunted house. Right. Uh, because the most popular Resident Evil games, as everyone knows, are 5 and 6. 5 is popular. <laughs> 5 is okay. 6 is one of the worst games ever. It's yeah. uh, terrible. And, uh, uh-huh, they're putting those on Switch. Mm-hmm. That's whatever. Uh, they announced Cadence of Hyrule, the Crypt of the Necrodancer. Well, they didn't announce Legend that. Of Z- well, that it was coming out June 13th. R- right. It did. I played a bunch of it. It's so fucking good. Um, I'm trying to think before I get to the big, very exciting parts. from. Um, uh, oh, they had that Dark Crystal Dark game. Crystal. Yeah, that Jim Henson's The Dark Crystal is getting a sequel on Netflix. This is big. This is big. Uh, dude. <laughs> I don't get it. They're porting. They're porting The Witcher Three, The Witcher Three, to the oh. Switch. Like I, I, I want to buy that game, but right. I also need to see it running first because it will be like we did. We talk about this last time because it was a rumor. Yeah, we did. It's gonna be like N sixty four levels of fog in that mm. shit. 
It's going to be not great to play. They showed Damon X Machina again. It's coming out later this year. I did not Mm -hmm. um, pre-order that because I played the demo and I really liked it. It's like a weird Monster Hunter thing. They very misrepresent Damon X Machina in every trailer. It is nothing Mm. like that and the frame rate is terrible. So I will only buy it if the frame rate is good, which I don't think it will be. They're remaking Panzer Dragoon. <laughs> Dude, every, anyone who had a Sega CD played Panzer Dragoon because this shit was dope. And everyone always wanted it to be remade. And now it is being remade in uh, uh, mm-hmm. Panzer Dragoon. Nintendo's the dream maker. They make everything happen. Um, the, fuck. There's a couple Switch ports. I, Alien Isolation and Dauntless. Dauntless. They did show that Dauntless is coming later this year. Crossplay for everyone. Dauntless had issues running on my Xbox. Oh, really? I, I played it on PC. They it had, had issues. Negative issues. It had issues on my Xbox. Okay, so. well, it's probably going to be fucking rough on the Switch. Are you ready for the three big ones now? Animal Crossing. Oh, my God. So they showed Animal Crossing, and to the dismay of everyone on the planet, it was delayed until... March of 2020. Right. Which... But you can the whole island. You don't just customize your house. You customize the whole island. And as usual, I can't explain to anyone why I think Animal Crossing is one of the best franchises Nintendo has ever made. But I will be picking fruit. I will be building a house. And I will be enjoying every fucking waking moment I have with Animal Crossing. March 2020. Right. Then, alright. Two Smash characters were announced. Two! The one of the rumors was true in that Erdrick, one of the old main characters from Dragon Quest, is going to be in the game, but not in the way everyone thought. The character's name is the hero, and it is the main character from Dragon Quest Eleven is the actual character. Right. But in true spectacular Nintendo fashion, his skins are the main characters of other Dragon Quest games. He also, he completely changes the way he looks. He looks like the main character of Dragon Quest VIII. He looks like Erdrick, the main character of Dragon Quest 1, 2, and 3, and the main character of Dragon Quest VII as well. Four different skins. He has so many cool Dragon Quest references. And then, and then, I thought this was going to be their closer, Matt. I thought it was going to be the closer, and we all know it wasn't. Right. Banjo! Banjo! He is coming to Smash in the fall, whereas the hero is coming out this summer. But they they did it, man. Banjo. Yeah, that's crazy. And they did the same fake-out thing they did with K. Rule, which I was like, all right. I, we all know it's Banjo anyways. And it was good with the Duck Hunt mm-hmm. dog laughing. Um, but, but, yeah, Banjo looks so cool. And the music happened. And I can't, Oh, my God. I can't wait for that character. I cannot wait. I just... I want to see him blow okay. characters away. It'll be very exciting. I just before we talk about this last thing, uh-huh. I just want to. Oh my god! Just I want to talk about what what is announced coming out next year, early in the year. Uh-huh. February we have Ori and Gods and Monsters. Uh huh. Also, The Last of Us is it's supposed to be Probably. around February, March. In March we have Final Fantasy VII. Uh huh. And then three days later, Watch Dogs Legion. Uh huh. Then a couple weeks later, we have Animal Crossing uh-huh. in March. And then also... SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom. Yes, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> uh, and then also Cyberpunk in April. And then Avengers, which... That's way later. That's that's in May. May yeah. But like, 
just think no, February is going to be crazy. February, March, and April, we have like all those heavy hitters right at the beginning of the year. That's just like. Jesus. And I, Animal Crossing. Yeah, I one mean, of like the heavy hitters, man. I mean, like, just think in one month we're gonna have Watch Dogs Legion, Animal Crossing, and uh, I just said the other one and I forgot it already. Wow, that is our memories are our memories are bad. Yes, but to end off the Nintendo talk, the press conference. Yeah, well, I thought I thought they were closing on Banjo Man. That yes. would have been a good closer. Yeah, but then they fucking. They did the thing. They announced that there's they're making a fucking Breath of the Wild sequel. Right. And you know what? I'm not as excited as everybody else is, but I'm still very excited. Right. That's, because that's how I am. I I believe that they should have tried something new instead of basically reusing the same world and the same Breath of the Wild-ish gameplay. Not, there are many theories. They're not basically making the same world. It, it is, is the, the same world. It's the same and, world. But, but... There are so many hints in that game right. that tie, or in that little teaser that tie it to Twilight Princess. There is the broken mirror of Twilight. Mm -hmm. It looks like Midna's hand is there, and it looks like the realm of Twilight is taking over. Okay, so it will probably be different, or there will be areas that are in the realm of Twilight or whatever. Mm -hmm. It it's mind blowing that they would make a, a direct sequel to breath of the Wild, then it's so cool maybe we'll actually get to play a zelda there are a lot of crazy ass theories going around people watching this like frame by frame trying yeah. to see what the fuck is happening i'm not that deep in but i will you bet your ass i will play another breath of the wild game but to end their thing on that is wild that right. they're gonna make that now i want odyssey 2 i want odyssey 2 very badly they need to make Odyssey 2 for me. That would be less surprising because they did that with Galaxy. They did, but I also think that they could still make a bunch of cool, interesting worlds with Odyssey 2. Like, I'm shocked that they did not make DLC for that game. But what I'm saying is they really don't... They've never really done this with Zelda other than... I, like, a direct sequel like this? Yeah, is? not really. I mean, Majora's Mask technically yeah. is, but, like, not really. I So, it, that's super crazy. My, I, do you think it costs so much money that they're like, man... We need to just keep recouping some no, money. No, I think that they saw that Breath of the Wild at one point had sold more copies than Switches were out there. Mm. And they were like, raking it in. We got to get in on this. Mm -hmm. People like Breath of the Wild. I, I understand why. It's right. a very good game. Uh, but now there will be a sequel, and it will also sell a million de billion de copies. The thing is, like, I don't... I liked exploring that world the first time. Uh huh. I don't know if I have it in me to do that again. I will do it again, no questions asked. Okay. I would play. I play Breath of the Wild again right now, mm -hmm. but I think that it will be changed up enough for it to be cool again. I mean, like they uh, they can't just make it the exact same thing. In my ideal world, uh, what I think would be the coolest is if they did like a link to the past where it's like light world, dark world. Which is what the Twilight Realm yeah, suggests, right? Which um, it seems like they go somewhere on the you go somewhere on the map, you go into this tunnel. And yeah, and like, like what, what if there's just like a crazy cave system underneath Hyrule or some shit, right? And like then and, you're finding all this crazy stuff down there. Yeah, I mean, like I, that would be cool. I just you know that is a huge world to explore again. It's a very big world. I will do it again. Um, 
I can't believe they announced. Like, Banjo would have been a great ender regardless, yes. and then they were like, nope, hold on to your butts. Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild sequel. Like, I... I basically had stopped watching for a second after Banjo because I was just like, this is crazy and now it's going to be over. And then it kept going and I was like, no fucking way, man. Yeah. No way. Also, uh, the last thing is people are wondering if you can play a Zelda. I hope you can play a Zelda. would be a cool twist. It would be a cool thing. But Nintendo doesn't want to comment. They, well, yeah, they don't ever want to comment. No. They never want to comment on anything. Except they, for Gooigi. <laughs> They probably wouldn't even comment whether you can play Link. They'd just say, like, oh, no comment. Well, that, that's true. What if he plays Ganondorf? Oh, boy. Oh, man. Yeah, that's another weird thing about uh, Link's Awakening is I think it's the only Zelda game that doesn't have Ganondorf. It's one of the few. Uh, I think Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons do know okay. as well. Um, uh, that Minish Captain. I think most of the handheld ones don't. Oh, okay, because I know like that one, like it's all about like something about a fish. You're just trying to, like... Link's Awakening? Yes. Oh, I don't want to give it away. Okay. It's very good. Everything is good. The whole game is fucking good. Um, yeah. I Nintendo, like, when I was I making am... my pre-orders, dude, I was like, this fall, I'm so excited yeah. for this fall. I... Oh, my God. I know. I'm excited for July, dude, because I'll have been playing Mario Maker for a couple weeks, and then Ultimate Alliance will come out. My Switch is fucking working overtime this year. I... I know. Because I'm already playing Cadence of Hyrule. I've, I'm have i on the last map of Wargroove. Mm-hmm. I played the fuck out of Cytus Alpha. And now, like, I'll play Mario Maker 2 a shitload. I'll play way more Smash, which I had been playing a lot more Smash right. this year. Because the hero from Dragon Quest in this summer and then Banjo in the fall. Uh, fucking Ultimate Alliance in July. Fire Emblem Three Houses in July. Which they, they showed another trailer for mm-hmm. Fire Emblem 2. I didn't say that because... It's Fire Emblem, and they've showed it a bunch of times. Uh, Link's Awakening in September. In theory, Luigi's Mansion in October. Hopefully. And then Pokemon in November. Like, oh. I'm telling you, if they had put out Animal Crossing 2, like, I I honestly, because they showed Animal Crossing at the Treehouse, and it looks, like, pretty good and, mm-hmm. like, done-ish. I mean, like, they could play it. Right. I still think that game was going to come out this year, and then they were like, oh, no, we can't. Because what are we going to have next year? Right. And, like, we already have all of these things. We're going to cannibalize our own sales. And Animal Crossing is a big enough seller on its own that I they can put it out then. And it appeals to everyone. Like, not mm. like non-gamers play Animal Crossing right. and love Animal Crossing. So I think they realize they could have a good next year with that. Um, and obviously there's a bunch of stuff they'll announce next year, too. But, right. dude, it's, cr- it's getting crazy. I know. I, I know. God, the rest of this year. I, I know, like, can we just get through this month and then... I In four days, Bloodstained comes out. Oh. Apparently it's good. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it. I don't believe all the people who told me that they played at ED3 and it's really sick. I gotta wait and see. Four mm-hmm. days. I don't think my physical copy will come. I think I'm gonna get fucked over for backing a lot of money on that game. But we'll see. Um... Do you have anything else, man? Uh, dude, E3. This didn't go nearly as long as I thought it would. How long did it go? 240. Oh. We're like at like regular podcast time. I guess now I can talk about the games I've been playing. <laughs> <laughs> no. I... Oh, man. Are well, we just going to roll that into next week? Yeah, man. Just... I've got a lot to talk about next week because I played Outer Wilds. 
And I like that. Uh, Cadence I, of Hyrule. I can talk about Forza Horizon. Lego Man. Oh my god. I'm playing Yoshi's Crafted World. Oh boy. Playing Trials of... Did you buy Yoshi's Crafted World? Uh, no, I rented it through Gameplay. Okay. And I'm playing Trials Rising. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So. I like... I would like to play Yoshi's Crafted World, but like, I don't think I have it in me. Is it... Is it okay, did you play Woolly World? I did. Is it, like, better than that? It's about the same. Okay, because I got, like, three-fourths of the way through Woolly World and was just like, I'm okay. But I, I did get the sick Yarn Yoshi amiibo, and I right. really liked that. I've taken a different approach to these games the last few weeks. And I'm just kind of sitting down, I'll play for an hour, and then I'll just kind of move on and play. So I've been playing all three pretty much an hour a night. Oh, okay. So I'm not burning myself out on Yoshi. I haven't actually played it in a couple days. I plan on playing it again tonight. Yeah. So I like, I'm not, like, playing an hour of that game per night, It I'll get through it. It's yeah. not bothering me too much. If I played, like, three hours a night and just tried to blow through it as fast as I could, I would not enjoy myself. Well, I just, I, Woolly World, I just don't think it was very fun. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, <sighs> it's it, it was like what people do for babies, where they try to, like, dull every corner and, like, make it so that there's no sharp edges anywhere. And, like, it just, it killed it for me. Like, I don't know why I even get, well, I, I know why I got it for the Yarn Amiibo. Right. But, like, fucking Kirby's Epic Yarn was, like, maybe the most boring game i've ever played that's what i was gonna say like yoshi's becoming more like kirby i know and he doesn't deserve this treatment which they already have kirby i don't know why they're doing that when's the next kirby game that's next year this year wait that kirby game comes out this year no like we had a kirby game like no that kirby game did not come out the kirby game came out this year No, that was kirby's dreamland and that was last year the kirby game that's like made of clay they have not shown anything on that in a while, and I think it's going to come out next year. I now, guess I think. where Kirby game came out this year. No. Maybe it was last year. I'm almost positive. It was last year or two years ago. It was Kirby's Dreamland. If that fucking Clay Kirby game came out, then no one knew it. <laughs> I could have swore. Um, but anyways, that'll do it for our podcast. Thank you for listening. E3 is always a very exciting time. Next week, we will be back with a regular regular podcast, back to the three-part format. Um, as always, the theme song, Sting Operations, by the band Anamanaguchi. They're a dope chiptune band. Check them out. Oh. And uh, there was... Over oh, 3DS, Kirby's Epic Yarn. Or the uh, epic, the extra epic yarn came out March of this year. Fuck off. Extra epic yarn. It's probably extra boring. Anyways, everyone, don't forget about Gooigi, and we'll see you in two weeks. Peace.